0: let me ask you a question how in the world is it possible how is it possible that peter pan still has a peanut butter but superman peanut butter is nowhere to be found this is the geek out loud podcast Welcome to Geek Out Loud. My name is Steve Glosson. So glad to be along with you on this episode of Geek Out Loud. We are finishing up our March Madness television brackets. And I got to tell you straight up, I really am looking forward to getting into like cartoon themes. But we have missed a few really good themes on this particular bracket. I, and I've been reminded of it. I've been told by the people and have been, uh, and, and Simon and Simon is not in there. That's a, that's a travesty to not have Simon and Simon, uh, as part of these, uh, as part of these brackets is, is an absolute, it, it just breaks, it breaks the heart, you know? And, and I guess really because it's two thousands and, you know, beyond, we could have had like the Mandalorian theme in there and that sort of thing, but we, we do not, but I need to get back to this peanut butter thing really quickly. If you go to your supermarket at this time, you're gonna find you're gonna find some Peter Pan. Peter Pan. I don't know why I said it that way. Peter Pan peanut butter. Even with like the big <clears throat> E. coli scare or whatever they had a little while back, it's still there. It's on the shelves. But there was a Superman peanut butter, ladies and gentlemen, back in the day. And 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 I should have had the commercial pulled up, but I didn't. But Google Superman peanut butter, and you'll see. There was a Superman peanut butter back in the day. Why not anymore? Maybe it wasn't that good. I don't quite remember. I just remember Superman peanut butter. I believe we had a jar or two of it in our house when I was a child. But I'll tell you, I just feel like of the two, (laughs) Peter Pan hasn't quite maintained that iconic status that Superman has. Peter Pan has had, what, a few stage plays? Maybe uh, a couple of movies, you know, um, an appearance in Once Upon a Time. You had the whole hook thing. But uh, Superman, almost 100 years old. uh, Comics out the wazoo. Cartoons, radio dramas, TV shows, movies. All manner of people fighting over about the guy. So I just say... Um, look, it's time to bring back Superman peanut butter. And if you won't get on this bandwagon with me, then by God, I'm going to start the bring back Superman peanut butter podcast. What would that look like? Well, I think what we would have to do somehow, there's no way that there's any Superman peanut butter that has survived to this day. So what we would have to do is do a little bit of research, find out what company actually made Superman branded peanut butter. Find out uh, anyone who remembers, you know, find people who remembers doing Superman or eating Superman peanut butter and having conversations with those who remember, having conversation with those who manufactured it and, and, and see about, you know, licensing fees was, is that the deal? You know, all I know is, is DC and Warner brothers could use a little bit of that sweet, sweet licensing money, licensing I tell you, they could use that licensing money if they'll just license it. Barney, Barney, you need a license out here to do this. You can't make a U-turn. Anyway, I say all that to say this. Hello and welcome to Geek Out Loud. So glad to have you all along with us. My name's Steve Glosson. And on this particular episode, as has already been said, we're finishing up. This is a part two from last episode, and I believe we're going to do it. I believe we're going to finish off the brackets that we had, but before we do that, we need to say thank you. Thank you so much to everyone who uses the Amazon links at geekoutonline.com and geekoutpod.com to buy Amazon things. When you use those links and click through to the Amazon uh, store, it doesn't cost you anything extra, but what happens is is it's basically like a, a, a referral percentage of whatever you purchase gets kicked back my way, and um, it helps keep this show going the way it does. Now, how does it go right now? It goes once every six weeks. That's how it goes. The more clicking on the Amazon you do, the more show there can be. So um, I would hope that maybe you would avail yourself of those Amazon links. But also, uh, the, way, the real way we keep doing this thing is through the generous support of people like you. Hello there, reading, reading Rainbow and all public broadcasting things uh, through Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/geekoutloud, and I appreciate every single one of you who uh, support us and who uh, do so through Patreon and have in the past. Once you support us, uh, you become a you become a Patreon uh, on the on the Goldverse Wall of Fame for life. If you're not there, you need to let me know so I can update it. Uh, Like Jonathan Bell, a walking computer, Jonathan retains and processes information at a superhuman pace. It makes his reaction time super fast and allows him to be nearly unstoppable in a fight and impossible to outwit. That's Jonathan Bell, today's featured supporter here on Geek Out I paused on purpose for an incredibly long time. I don't know why I did that. It just seemed like a great dramatic pause place to take place. A, a great place for a dramatic pause to take place. I, you know, I've I learned something about me, and that is that I love pulling the curtain back. I love exposing the things that we do um, that just everyone else kind of just accepts as this is happening. Let me give you for example. For example, yesterday I was speaking. At uh, Shorter College Chapel here in Rome, Georgia, lovely Rome, Georgia. Went up the hill to Shorter College, Shorter University, to speak at their chapel. Uh, It's an older building where we were at. Looks very much like an old church. You know, they've got some stained glass windows. They've got some. Did I say stained glass? No, I meant stained glass windows. They had a pipe organ. This huge, this this amazing thing with all these pipes all up in the walls and everything. No one was playing it, of course. And, um, you know, and, and so there we were sitting there, had some students up leading a few worship songs. And when they got through, they prayed, of course. And as they were praying, I I noticed while they were up there singing, there was a small podium over to the side. I'm like, well, I'll need that to set my Bible on if I'm going to be speaking. And I'll just grab it when I walk up there and and pull it over to the middle. No problem, no harm, no foul. Well, as they're praying, there's a gentleman, I don't know what his actual role is. It shorter was, but he basically went up and he moved the podium to the the center of the, the stage area so that it would be there for me when I got up there. So what's the first thing I do when I get to the podium? I look at all the students that are there at chapel and say, how many of you think this podium magically appeared while you were praying? And, like, nobody raised their hand. And I'm like, so none of you closed your eyes when you prayed. You're all caught now. You've told on yourself. Now, nobody laughed, but I thought it was hilarious. But, like, why do we... You know, we do things like that. There's no sense in sneaking that up there during prayer. All you're doing is saying, I'm not really involved in this prayer with everyone else. But we do that. Or if there is a projector running, we'll like bend down underneath it. Or if someone's standing and speaking, like I've seen people bend down while someone's speaking and they're just walking through like it's dark and no one can see them. Like the bend down actually causes the disappearance, you know, like, oh, did not see that person there. Uh, you know, and then when they pop up on the other side, you're like, Oh my goodness, where did you come from? You know, that kind of thing. I just, I do. So I do that to myself often. So in the case of, um, a pause, you know, I I call it out. That was a dramatic pause. Why? Because honestly, my mind went blank for a minute, (laughs) but I can make it sound like a, uh, I can make it sound like a, you know, a dramatic pause. Anyway, Patreon.com slash Geek Loud. What do we have coming up? Well, Dave Jones and I sat down and watched Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and we loved it. Absolutely enjoyed it. And we'd encourage you to jump on board with us and do the exact same thing we did. Love Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. So um, so check that out over at Patreon.com slash Geek Loud for our... Uh, supporters there also if you want to support the show in well kind of directly but indirectly because you know in marriage we are one um check out collagen collagen by modere my wife is involved in the peddling of this it is uh it's actually a really good product it's very natural it um it, it's collagen that is most beneficial to um to, to the human body and most well absorbed by the human body because it comes from chicken cartilage. And, uh, and so that's where it's processed from, but it is, uh, it's all organic. It's very natural and it's really good for you. And it helps with things like joint pain, uh, hair growth, hair thinning, and that sort of thing. If you've got thinning hair, joint pain, really good with that kind of stuff. Just a little bit of pep in your step, a little bit of extra energy will come in the stuff. And they have all manner of products that branch out from the Modere thing. And some of them may be exactly right for you. So if you'll go to Instagram and look for Haley Glosson, all one word, that's H-A-Y-L-E-Y, why, because we like you, G-L-O-S-S-O-N. Haley Glosson on Instagram, follow her. If nothing else, give her a follow and and help support her that way by increasing her social media presence. And uh, if you dare... Uh, check it out today and tomorrow or the next couple of days. There's a sale going on, big sale going on. So like $20 off the product or something like that. I forget exactly what the sale is. If my wife is listening, which I know she is cause she just sent me a link about Superman peanut butter. She'll run in here and she'll say it's this day and this day and it's this much off. But by the time she gets in here, we will have moved on to something else. And so I'll just look at her like you're too late for chocolate pie. Um, and there you go. Whenever I say, also, let me tell you something else that I don't really like that has, has crept up into my life. There you go. I say that a lot nowadays. Uh, $20 off. <laughs> today and tomorrow. So today of this recording, tomorrow as of this recording, if you're listening to the recorded version of this, I better you better hope I got it out uh, tomorrow, which would be your today. Um, maybe tonight after we're done, the point is this sales on, be quick, Haley Glosson on Instagram, check it out. I don't like that. I say, um, there you go. I, I, I feel like I've, I've let that really kind of become a crutch, a verbal crutch for me. Also the word. So if I kind of get to the end of a sentence and I don't really know how to finish the sentence, I'll go. so, so don't like that at all. I don't like that about myself. It's something that I am need to, I am need to fix. I am need to fix that. I am need to fix the, uh, the adding on of, so to uh, the end of sentences. So that's what we'll do. Oh, check this out. Oh, this week, uh, last weekend had the opportunity to head down to, um, or head over to, I should say just outside of Norcross, Georgia, over in uh, what's the name of that, Peachtree Union City, Peachtree Acres, I don't know, some kind of Peachtree something, and uh, met up with good old Dave Jones, the aforementioned Dave Jones, uh, along with my lovely wife Haley, and hit up at, uh, Toylanta, not to be confused with mylanta, oh, Toylanta. We, um, we went and uh, checked out the vendors, we didn't really do a panel, there was a panel that Dave wanted to go too, but he wanted to go. He said because he thought I would want to go. But there were so many different vendors and so many different things to look at at this particular uh, toy show that you know it was just really fun to walk around the different vendors. Vendors. Good night. This will be the last episode of Geek Out Loud because I've apparently lost the ability to talk. A lot of good vendors. It the Toy Lanta started out as what they called Joe Lanta, which was a GI Joe themed show so there are a lot of vendors that were very heavy on gi joe from across the ages you know the big the big 12 inch joes the original ones and then also gi joe a real american hero and now of course you've got the modern day stuff with hasbro and and all that they've done but this has expanded into to include other toys and stuff had a great time Haley said it was prime people watching because she'd never been anything like this had an opportunity to shake hands and talk briefly with Pixel Dan, no, I did not. I did not make an impact in Pixel Dan's life. Uh, so, sorry to say, but um, but I just I don't like to bother people at these things, especially you know people with big YouTube followings and everything. Um, but uh, and then I met briefly as well Michael from Retro Blasting, <clears throat> and uh, nice he was nice to me and nice guy. As was Pixel Dan. Pixel Dan was absolutely perfectly friendly, and uh, but we had a great time and. And and I walked around for the longest time, and I saw some things that were actually pretty good deals. And I debated, and I questioned, and I wondered, and I went back and looked at things time and time again. And really, uh, I was honestly hoping to find just a bin of Star Wars, vintage Star Wars parts and pieces. And sure enough, I found a vendor that had said thing, but it was all a plastic bag. And now, if I'm being honest, there was some good stuff down in that plastic bag, good Parts and pieces, and then some not so great. He wanted 150 for the bag, but there was one part in there that I wanted, and it was the fin to the ISP nine, which is a a mini rig that looks like the old uh, Imperial shuttle. Um, in fact, it's meant to be, and I, and I really do think Kenner put it out there for kids who whose parents couldn't afford maybe the the full on Imperial shuttle back in the day, but maybe they could spring the the you know for the mini rig that looks like it. I never had it and I got it for a really good deal over in Chewy's Cantina on Facebook on a sale one night. And I mean, like a really good deal, but it was missing the top fin and that was all that was missing. And so I've just kind of been keeping an eye out for this thing along and along. And sure enough, there it was in the bag. And that's really one of the things that caught my eye. But I, I, and so the guy was willing to make a trade, uh, make a deal with me just on the fin and the canopy part for the ISP9. And I didn't have to buy the whole bag. So that was really cool. And But that's when everything kind of busted wide open for me. At that moment, it was pretty much done. Um, I, I have been, for a while, I've been on Back in the day, Mego made um, what's called the Pocket Heroes. And, and there were several Marvel figures, the, the most popular of which being, of course, Spider-Man and the Incredible Hulk. And because of my love for all things Hulk, I'm like, I'd really like to pick this guy up. It's a classic-looking Hulk. It really is interesting to see Migo style because this Hulk head, you know, looks just like a very tiny version of the Migo, the regular size Migo Hulk head, which looks just like a very tiny size version of the 13 inch uh, Migo Hulk. And so now I have all three sizes of that Hulk. So that was fun to kind of grab and bought a couple of Marvel legends that I didn't have, you know, a random boomerang uh, figure. Uh, he's a villain in the Marvel universe that got his start actually in the pages of the incredible Hulk. Well, it was when the incredible Hulk was in uh, tales to astonish, I believe. And, um, any, it looked a lot different than he ultimately did became one of the deadly foes of Spider-Man, uh, you know, kind of in that little rogues gallery lineup, maybe a B tier character, B or C list character, but he's one of those randos that you just like to have. And so was able to snag him and, Uh, snag day 30th anniversary, um, not a 30th anniversary, uh, a retro carded, uh, Peter Parker, which goes for astronomical prices, but he was loose and, um, someone had done the favor of removing the terrible glasses that are on that figure. If you see that Peter Parker, the glasses look awful, but it's a good looking Peter Parker as far as his clothes and stuff go with some cool swappable heads. So that was a good, good find. I found a retro carded lizard, uh that had been in a walmart shopping cart and as soon as i went to go check out the day it went on sale it was sold out that was a bummer but now i was able to make him mine and um what else did i pick up there um that's pretty much about it i I feel like there's something else that i snagged met a lot of neat people saw a lot of good friends um not a lot of good friends but you know a lot of like-minded folks saw a lot of neat toys and stuff should have probably taking more pictures than I did. Oh, there's a guy there who is a Lego seller. He started up a little Lego store this year, he and his son, uh, and it is the Glosson Brick Company. They're out of Ackworth, Georgia, which is not far from here. There aren't many Glossons in the United States, and so I had to go meet this guy, and he was one of the goals of the day. Let's find the Glosson Brick Company and meet him. So I got to meet Danny Glosson. Right now, um, they just have a store on one of the little Lego brick selling sites, but he's kind of gotten started there, but, uh, he's hoping to expand and, and do a little and have a little bit more of an online presence here and there. So, uh, really neat, really good times, good times with Dave Jones, a great time with my wife, uh, toy Lanta. It is, it is definitely, you know, it's not an expensive deal. I think it was like $15 for the day. And, um, we got there a little bit after like the morning rush. And, uh, and it was still a little packed and crowded and kind of bumping into people, but it wasn't so miserable that, that you felt like you would never, you know, want to be around a human being again. And, uh, just had a great time, saw some great people, saw some folks from the Atlanta area that, uh, sell vintage, uh, Star, that, that, uh, pretty much focus in on vintage Star Wars toys and that sort of thing. And, uh, learn about some other places where we might be able to travel in the future to do a little bit of toy hunting here and there as the Lord provides and if he wills that sort of thing. So yeah, it was a, it was a good time. And if you're on, uh, when Toilanta is going on, you have the opportunity to go, I would encourage you to go and check it out because that was a good time. In other news, Mandalorian has hit its fifth episode of this season, five of eight, and it has been uh, a, a neat season at best. Um, it's interesting. Because the first season did the work of getting you to invest in these characters. And of course, the big reveal of Baby Yoda at the end of the first episode was kind of powerful and neat. And you walked with these characters that we'd never really known. They were familiar because of, you know, being familiar things from Star Wars an IG droid, an storm stormtrooper uniforms. Um, a moth speeder bikes, you know, those kinds of things. And we learned a little bit about the Mandalorian, his background, that sort of thing. And, um, you know, had a, had a really great finale, you know, it was, it was really intense. Was it in, in, in season one and you didn't really end up with, you had more questions, but you were satisfied to wait on the answers to those questions. Season two, you know, had that great Tatooine arc, and there was a lot of time spent there, and we, we met Cobb Vanth, and of course Cad Bane. That was pretty cool and amazing to see Cad Bane realized in real life, and you had uh, the whole deal with the with the crate dragon, and then Boba Fett shows up, and it's like you know, wow, Boba Fett is back for real, and this is pretty awesome and amazing, and not only was he back, he was carrying a gaffy stick around because. Apparently he'd spent time with sand people and or did he kill some sand people to earn that gaffey stick? What what's the deal with Boba Fett? And then he shows up while Baby Yoda's and Ahsoka. I mean, come on. Ahsoka's looking for Grand Admiral Thrawn and 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 then Boba Fett and Mando team up and Bill Burr is back and you know we get that and you get that season two finale when, you know, as I like to say, fandom cried out in one voice. It's Luke. You know that was the. It was an. It was one of those great, amazing fan unifying moments in Star Wars when Luke came in and got his Darth Vader at the end of Rogue One moment. Book of Boba Fett was uh, was a little slower than I would have liked it to be, but I'm never going to complain about Boba Fett riding on a Rancor. Um, if you complain about Boba Fett riding on a Rancor, then we have issues. Um, and that brings us to Mandalorian season three. We got season 2.5 in the middle of book of Boba Fett. And that was neat, you know, so where are we at? We've been to Mandalore. We've bathed in the waters of Mandalore. Bo-Katan saw a mythosaur as they bathed in the waters of Mandalore. Baby Yoda shut the door. As he fled from those creatures on Mandalore. Now I'm just trying to rhyme. But I will stop. Uh, We had the one episode that took place on Coruscant, you know. And they had glowy ice cream bars. It was... That... That episode... I know that it wasn't a waste. Because... In this most recent episode, you know the 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 former imperial officer lady, she's back, and we're kind of seeing, you know, the whatever game she's playing at, you know, is is kind of a little bit coming to fruition. But then, <clears throat> but that episode with her and Doctor Pershing and everything really would have been more well served, I think, with some editing, cutting between two stories, between his story. You know his and her story and what was going on with Mando, Mando and Bo Katan. I think that breaking that up with some editing back and forth would have been better to change scenes, shorten up some of those scenes with him and her and the conversations they were having, A little faster, a little more intense. Star Wars is faster, more intense, and that's what it needs to be. Then you got this last episode of Mando, and of course they were you know the bird episode going after the birds and stuff. Here's here's the thing about this this season is except for the Dr. Pershing episode. And I know it's world building. It's character building. You got love it. No, I don't have to love it. I can say that it was rather boring and nothing really happened and be just fine with that. But, by and large, what I've liked about this season is we're getting those little adventures, you know, kind of pop-up adventures that are taking place, and, but the the story is kind of all... It's a nice little threaded woven tapestry, you know, that you feel like may be leading to something else, um, ultimately. But I will say this, <clears throat> I don't know that it has been, um, been a great season comparatively to the prior seasons. I, I think I was really invested in what was happening in season two, especially. I remember the, you know, just the, the tension of the end of season one, you know, Grand, uh, or, or Moff Gideon is a really great villain. Obviously, you know, he's escaped or whatever we, we discover in this one. And it's not, I need to be careful how I say this. No, I don't need to be careful. how I say this. I'm just going to say it. You're not going to cause me to suddenly just be all over a, an episode and be like, this is great because you get some neat cameos. So for, for example, uh, having Tim Meadows as, you know, a pencil pusher in the office, um, is not going to cause me to, to like it any, any more than I normally would. In fact, it's going to cause me to say, well, there's the latest man. How about a bottle of Cavafier? You know, you I'm seeing Tim Meadows there. Not that there's anything wrong with that. You know, I, am sure people might've had the same issue with Peter Cushing, you know, who were more familiar with him back with the original star Wars. Um, maybe some people felt that way about, uh, Christopher Lee as Count Dooku. I, you know, I honestly was not really familiar with Christopher Lee. I I was never into the hammer horror films and that sort of thing and, and did not run in the Christopher Lee circles in those days. So, you know, he was kind of a fresh face. Honestly, the, 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 the face that took me out of star Wars the most was Samuel L. Jackson, just straight up in, in the prequels. Um, but other than that you know, Tim Meadows. And and having the cameo of a certain uh character from Rebels that we all know and love, while neat, I'll be honest with you, I sat there and said, is that supposed to be him or not that he didn't look like him. Please understand. Okay, look, spoiler if you haven't seen Mandalorian from this from this week yet. So here's the spoiler. Um <clears throat> well John Phillips hasn't seen it. I don't want to say anything. My thing was, I was sitting there, is that supposed to be him or just sound like him because he's of the same ilk, you know? like. And then someone said, oh, it is him. And I'm like, okay, great, that was him. That's really neat, wonderful, cool. It doesn't do anything to redeem the over. Now, this, which, by the way, this week's story, I thought was really good. I love the adventure. I love the battles. I love getting to see what we saw. Please don't mistake this for... But what I'm saying is, is, as an overall season so far it hasn't gripped me the way that season one and season two did and that's to be expected you can't you know you can't expect everything to be like on the edge of my seat this has got to be amazing and awesome this is going to be wonderful but what you can expect is a little bit more um especially for someone who wants to love this stuff you know you you want to be able to kind of connect in better than i have But man, overall Mandalorian has been really good. I've really enjoyed it, but understand something. I think I'm at the grumpy old man part of my life where a cameo here a cameo there, isn't going to make me suddenly, you know, be, be cool with everything in the show. Um, in fact it, it sometimes that may actually be something that causes me, uh, more, more, consternation than anything else so but I, I listen please understand something we do this thing sometimes when we think people should like what we like and they don't where we get really ticked off just because i don't like it as much as you doesn't mean that i'm crapping on it okay and if you like it more than me doesn't mean that you don't have good taste it just means that we're coming at this thing differently this year and that's absolutely fine and wonderful and good i'm i'm super happy to talk about what works on the mandalorian and all the good stuff we've seen because we have seen some really good stuff and i hope and look if you want really good in-depth discussion of the mandalorian at this time you need to tune into rebel force radio because those guys are doing it better than anyone else they're doing it better than i could sit here and do it just kind of off the cuff right now uh as i'm trying to get to these tv themes so but i'd promised someone in the Golaverse today i would so justin that's for you buddy I am enjoying The Mandalorian, and there are some concepts I'd like to get with some other fans and maybe talk about as we consider some of these things, but hey, we'll, uh, we'll talk about TV movies, TV movies, TV music, when we come back. We're going to finish out these brackets, come hell, high water, or late night. We're going to do it, so stick around on Geek Out Loud.
1: Has this ever happened to you? Oh, come
2: I'm on. There there. Hey. I don't know who you are. I'm coming in! You got the wrong
1: hell. Well, you don't have to worry. Protect yourself and your family with BTH Secured. Beatrice Turner Home Security has been in business since 2009, protecting people just like you. With our founder's patented alarm, criminals and burglars would be scared away. Just listen. Once you hear that sound, you know your home's protected and one of our agents will call you right away to make sure you're okay. Don't forget Beatrix Turner, the first name in home security. Frustrated by looking for a new pet for the family? That's why you should get your kids the all-new Silky, Silky, Silky Buddy. A pet, a chicken, and your buddy too. They are furry
0: chickens. Wait, is this magic? A chicken with fur? Are you sure? Fuzzy Ewok chicken. Are they safe for kids? They're renowned for their calm, friendly temperament. They do well in confinement and interact very well with children. Sounds like it'll be perfect for the park, a day at the
1: beach, or even show and tell at school. You need one. Order your Silky Buddy today for $29.95 plus $7.95 shipping and handling. 30-day money-back guarantee. Coming soon from the makers of Silky Buddy.
3: Silky Dung (laughs) sparkling jewelry.
0: here's what i want to tell you beware of walmart the garden center is normally your best bet there's my tip for the night but if they start needing a csn for an override just take your stuff and walk away take your stuff and walk away Welcome back. It's Geek Out Loud. You know that, though. You were listening. How about breaks that don't pay the bills, ladies and gentlemen? They're just breaks to help us reset. Instead of trying to transition from Mandalorian into TV themes, um, we just take a break. And then we come back with some awesome Petra music, and boom, we're off and running with these TV themes. So... When last we left you, we went through 64. We had uh, we had battles of, of, of the top 64 themes as uh, suggested by uh, all of you listeners who participated in the Guardians of the Goldiverse. Scott Rifan was huge in this. Shaz Bazaar was huge. Uh, we seeded these things based on number of episodes aired, even though that had nothing to do with whether the themes are good or not. And that seeding... Was because that was the most uh, objective way to be able to see them. Everything else beyond that becomes subjective. So, what are the what are the criteria for a great theme? How iconic is it? How how memorable is it? Does it jam? That's a big one to me. Does it jam? And um, you know, do I like it? We will will be turning to the chat. Those of you who are with us in the chat tonight. I'm sorry we haven't really done a a big old chat roll call. Uh let's see who's over here. Cody Murphy. Cody Murphy is here. Hilbo. Hadn't seen Hilbo in a while. He was around. Uh may not be around anymore. I don't know. Um John Phillips is here. Lisa Cypher, Mike B, Realtor Angie, Roth in Wyoming, and old TX Cal Patty is here with us. TX Cal Patty72. Now we're it's a late night on a Thursday. So I understand uh why there may not be a ton of people here, but we're glad to have all of you here. Thanks so much for being with us uh, live at Mixer.com slash Goaliverse. John Custard Jr. in the house. Yeah, glad to have him with us. So what we'll do is, um, I don't even know if we've got enough people in chat to get to a best of 11. We were doing seven best of 11. Tin is coming on. Uh, but basically, we'll just kind of let you guys vote it out. Now, I have the final say. Please understand... Geek Out Loud is not a democracy. Geek Out Loud is a stevocracy. And if I disagree with you strenuously enough, I will make a call and be like, I'm sorry, I'm going the other way. But your opinion helps me form an opinion on a lot of these things. And many of these, as we narrow these things down, I'm very torn on. I'm very torn on a few already that I've seen as we've set the brackets up. There are four divisions the timeless division, which is anything prior to 1970. There are the 70s, there are the 80s, and then there's the 90s and 2000s. Because not only did we forget Simon & Simon from the 80s, MacGyver from the 80s, we forgot the whole slate of um, of Friday Night of TGIF, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air's theme song didn't get in there. So there's a lot of great themes that did not get in there, which means we'll just have to do it again next year. So let's kick it off. We're in the Timeless Division, round two here coming up. And it's going to be the Addams Family versus the Star Trek original series theme. Uh, We'll give you a little listen, though, these are two classics that I know you know. Here's the Addams Family. (laughs)
1: Spooky. They're all together, Okie The Adams family. The house is a museum. When people come to see them, they really are a scream. The Adams family.
4: Neat. Sweet.
0: Petite. So, uh, there you go. That's the Adams family. We know that one. And it is up against, as we said, Star Trek
5: To boldly go where no man has gone before.
0: Okay. So there you go. That's the Star Trek theme. And we'll go now. What do we think? Here's the thing. I'm going to go ahead and talk about these two really quickly. We don't want to take too long with this because we do have a lot to get through. 32. We're in the top 32 right now. I, as much as the Star Trek theme is kind of iconic, I don't think it's as memorable to me and as meaningful to me as the Addams Family. So we're not talking about the shows. We're talking about the actual music we just heard. And I really say, for me, it's the Adams Family. The Star Trek theme, the iconicness of Shatner's saying Space, The Final Frontier, that's fine and good. But what is the music like? It's not that great. So... Um, and I did know John Phillips brings up, do you know John Gene Ronberry wrote lyrics to it for royalty? Yes. There are lyrics to the Star Trek theme. In the same way, there's lyrics to the Buck Rogers theme uh, from later on in the 80s. That's another one that got left out of our competition, which is a great theme, is Buck Rogers. Um, you know, so there you go. So we've got Adams, 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 two for Trek. I'm going to go Adams Family as well. So Star Trek is out. Adams Family has won the day on this, and Adams Family moves on. Uh, into the Sweet Sixteen. No, we're no, yeah, the Sweet Sixteen. So, all next up in our Timeless Division Round Two um, is another uh, creepy uh, one, but but kind of a fun one at that. So, um, here we go, ladies and gentlemen, with the Munsters. So, the Monsters theme is fun. I really, I've always enjoyed it. It's got kind of a groove to it. You know, it's got that little guitar part that really feels like beach rock, you know, in a lot of ways. But it's going up against one of the shows that's never been off of TV. Um, But uh, here we go with Gilligan's Island.
5: Uh, Sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip that started from this tropic port aboard this tiny ship. The mate was a mighty sailor, and the skipper brave and sure. Five passengers set sail that day for a three hour
0: tour. Everybody, a three hour tour. Cue the lightning.
5: The started getting rough. The tiny ship was tossing, if not for the courage of a fearless
0: crew. All right, here we go. What, what? Something's happening right now. I don't know what's going on. Let me just turn Gilligan's Island back up. We just had a had a break in the studio. We've been swatted, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on.
5: A millionaire and this wife, the movie star. The Professor And Mary Ann, here until again. Now this is the tale of our castaways. They're here for a long, long time. They'll have to make the best of things. It's an uphill climb. The first mate and his skipper, too, will do their very best to make the others comfortable in the propic island nest. No phone, no light, no motor cars, not a single luxury.
0: Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Here we are uh, back to, that was Gilligan's Island. We also went to the credits there as I discussed something with the wife. Uh, we're saying Munsters, Munsters, um, Gilligan's, um, I want to read this from the last one from Texas Cowpatty 72. He says, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm probably as big a Star Trek fan here. It's just not a toe tapper or finger snapper as the Adams family. And I agree with that. Uh, listen on this one, I've got to go Munsters. I just think, I know that the Gilligan, again, you can sing every word of the Gilligan's Island theme. I get it. But to me, I just think the Munsters theme is more fun. I think it's a lot more enjoyable. Wow, everyone's saying Gilligan's so though. Wow, I'm against that. Suddenly, <sighs> listen, I feel attacked right now. We're we're getting an Instagram mix. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but okay. Um, so yeah, I wow, everyone's saying Gilligan. All right, I'll go with you guys. I don't like it. I d- I disagree with it. But I will go with Gilligan. Gilligan's Island. So all right. Dang, Cletus. Who knew? So Gilligan's Island takes uh takes the next slot in the sweet sixteen. Here comes a big battle. It's a battle we've always wanted to see. I wish that the minnow was lost. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Here's some controversy. Last time I just pushed this one through. Uh, because I, you know, it's my show, and that's what I told you. It's a Steveocracy, but um, I on this particular one, I, we're gonna leave it to you guys. I think I know which way this is gonna go, but I'm trying to give Superman the Adventures of Superman the best chance possible. So here is um from a CD called Superman: The Ultimate Collection. This is simply the instrumentals, a little updated uh, of Super the Adventures of Superman. <laughs> Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leave tall buildings in a single bound. Oh, I'm sorry, I got behind. I mean, in that classic, that is just classic, classic, classic stuff. It is the Adventures of Superman theme, you know, and it is it's a and when you have like a. I think that's a synthesized orchestra, but still meant to sound like a full orchestra doing it. It sounds really good and really fun. But if I'm being honest, ladies and gentlemen, I feel like this is where everyone's heart's gonna be. It's Batman versus, I mean, it's Superman versus Batman. (laughs) Yeah, I got to tell you something. I love that Avengers of Superman theme, <laughs> but there's just something about when Batman kicks in. with that When that kicks in, it's you just can't. <laughs> uh, Batman, <laughs>
4: Batman.
0: Yeah, it's it's definitely more singable. So, I I I'm, I'm my personal feeling on this is Batman. It's Batman. It goes against every fiber of my being to choose Batman over Superman, but when you hear them back to the other, uh, you know there it is. When you hear them back to back like that, you 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 can't help but uh, can't help but choose the one. So we've got two, three Batman, four for Batman. I say five for Batman. Yeah, it's Batman, ladies and gentlemen. Adventures of Superman loses to the sixty-six iconic wonderful Batman theme. Batman moves into the Sweet 16. Um, On the last episode, we played a a really long version of this that I feel like, because I did not do my due diligence and go ahead and have these things pulled up, as I have done on this particular episode. Uh, But this is, I think this is one of those that's more iconic, not necessarily because of a few notes and the, uh, the, the narration that plays over it. So, Uh, Here we go in our next round two battle It's Twilight Zone.
2: You unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sound. A dimension of sight. A dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into... The Twilight
0: Zone. So that's the Twilight Zone, ladies and gentlemen, and um, and, and it is up against this one. It's Mission Impossible. There you go that's mission impossible obviously one we all know and love i just feel like when you're, if you're going to do theme versus theme there you got to go mission impossible right you you it, there, there's no there's no getting around that mission impossible moves into the suites i don't feel like there's even any contest there so mission impossible moves into the sweet 16 now um that brings us to i'm sorry give me just a second i'm having problems with my spreadsheet here that brings us smack dab into the 70s, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm excited about this matchup. This is a theme that in recent... Well, uh, what just happened there? It started playing again, and I did not tell it to play. I did not tell you to play Mission Impossible. This is this is a theme that I, in, in recent weeks and months, I've really come to appreciate a lot, 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 lot more. So... And it absolutely blew me away on the last episode because I'm just like, I love this thing so much, and I think I still do. Hawaii, Five O All right, so that's that's hawaii Five O, and it is a great great theme song straight up no no doubt about it and i think this is a really good matchup because to me this is a theme song that i've dug on for a long old time oh in the words of jar jar binks but this is equally groovy not as long lasting a show wonder woman
3: For you, and the power you possess, in your satin tights, fighting for your rights, And and the old red, white, and blue.
0: All right, so you've got just a great groove and a great piano going there, you know, with a great bass line, just a doom 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 doom. I mean, it's really just it's a very simple thing, but sometimes simple is the best. And and I really, I'm very very torn here because I do really like the Hawaii Five O theme. What I like most about the Hawaii Five O theme, though, is that is that drum coming into it, like. I want the drum to last a little bit longer as it as it comes in, uh. So so like here, let's let's pull it up and listen to it. See, I want this part to last a little bit longer. I want that drum. Th- I want that boom boom pa boom to happen a few more times before you break into the bum 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 bum. Ba-na-ba-na-da. all right so we've got one two for five oh one for wonder woman three for five oh two for wonder woman three for wonder woman four five for 5-0. Oh, wow so let's see let me make sure i got one two three four for hawaii five oh one two three for wonder woman i get tied up with wonder woman and uh and and take five oh from ten Mm. I don't know, man. I just, uh, it's a hard thing. It's hard for me to just run with this thing. Now, there was um, a video game in the 90s. We don't have time to talk about this. It was called Star Wars Demolition. And basically, it was a demolition derby with Star Wars uh, vehicles in Star Wars settings. Um, It was made by the same people who made a some other demolition racing game thing, and I can't remember what that was called. Um, Twisted Metal, maybe? And um, I'm trying to think there was a drum beat on one of the tracks. You could actually take the the game, it was a PlayStation game, you could take it and put it in a CD player, and it would bring up the tracks of music from uh, from that game. And I just happen to have those here on my, on my computer. So let, let me run through something real quick, if you don't mind. That's not, that's not it. 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 Maybe this is what I'm thinking of. This is the Yavin 4. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Hold on, maybe this is it. This is when you're on Bespin, Cloud City. It's going to break down in a minute into something. Nope. This is Escaping the Death Star. Let me... Maybe they just played the actual music and didn't do a mix. On a lot of these, they did like a mix. This is the Cantina song. We can, we can always listen to the song. maybe it was just on the game itself but that first little doom doom maybe and maybe i'm thinking maybe i didn't give stuff enough time maybe it's on the um the the hoth one but that that bass drum kind of kicking in feel on hawaii Five O reminds me of some of those tracks that is a huge tangent and i apologize for nothing uh <clears throat> Pretty sure drums from Five O inspired the PPG theme. That's right, the People's Pomegranate grape theme. Take Five O from me. Nothing will hurt as bad as when the Fall Guy theme was unjustly removed in the first round. <laughs> it was not unjustly removed, by the way. Uh, all right, I believe Five O is going to win. It. I don't. I don't like it. I don't know that I like it because that Wonder Woman theme that wonder woman theme and it I've got a great remix of that too that I always enjoyed playing <clears throat> I just love that piano so much I love the piano so much I mean, come on. It's got a funky beat, and I can dance to it for crying out loud. All right. Now, have I changed the chat's mind in any way, shape, or form? Wonder Woman is the best. We've already said that. Five o, five o. Uh, 0 Powerpuff Girls, thank you. I didn't know what PPG was. Uh, all right. That's it. Wonder Woman loses. We'll give it to five o. You, man. The things I do to maintain my integrity with you, the chat. Um, you you better be glad I'm a nice guy. Oh no, y'all going to rip something? Y'all going to break my heart on this one too? All right, I'm going to play the actual intro in our next um our next our next fight. It's the Incredible Hulk. This is the actual television intro.
2: Doctor David Banner. Physician, scientist, searching for a way to tap into the hidden strengths that all humans have. Then an accidental overdose of gamma radiation alters his body chemistry. And now when David Banner grows angry or outraged, a startling metamorphosis occurs. is driven by rage and pursued by an investigative reporter mr mcgee don't make me angry you wouldn't like me when i'm angry the creature is wanted for a murder he didn't commit david banner is believed to be dead And he must let the world think that he is dead until he can find a way to control the raging spirit that dwells within him.
0: Totally understand. Mark Hamill says, I don't care for TV themes with singing or voiceovers. Totally understand. I just, on the last one, I played the theme without the voiceover. And so I felt like I needed to do it justice this, or, you know, be fair this time and play it with the voiceover. Now, without the voiceover, The Incredible Hulk, to me, is is really a great... It's a great theme song. Uh, the voiceover, of course, done by Ted Cassidy, who played Lurch on The Addams Family. I love that piano deal going on right there. And then as it builds here... And of course, you know the thing—the Hulk had that thing like, that dun 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 dun, and it all kind of spun off of that lonely man theme. Here's a fun disco version of it, by the way, just to derail me. Here's a fun disco version of the Incredible Hulk uh, main theme, or the lonely man theme, I should say. your bad self <laughs> so yeah anyway that is uh the, the thing about the hulk the tv show being in the late 70s like it was it did have some of that uh disco influence on it this show that it's up against did not have the disco influence though because it was a period piece uh set a a decade or so prior, a couple of decades prior. It's uh, Happy Days.
3: Sunday, Monday, happy days. Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days. Thursday, Friday, happy days. The weekend comes, my cycle humps, ready to race to you. These days are all happy and free. Happy days. These days are all <laughs> share them with me. Goodbye, gray sky, hello, blue. There's nothing can hold me when I hold you. You feel so right. You can't be wrong. rocking and rolling all free call. Right. These days are Happy days.
0: Man, there you go. So you've got upbeat versus, you know, the geek out loud themes of, uh of of you know, superheroes and gamma radiation and all that good stuff. Uh Two happy days coming in right out of the gate there. What about that awesome piano and the Incredible Hulk theme? It's like, a, it's like you guys enjoy. A Thank you, Mike B. Thank you, Mike B. There you go. There's Mike B. I see you, Mike B. I mean, look, you can do more with that Incredible Hulk theme than you can the Happy Days theme. Someone should take the Happy Days theme and do it in a minor key. <laughs> I don't know how to do that because I'm not, I don't know music theory. But I guess it'd be kind of, um, I don't know. I can't even do, I can't, I'm, I'm not good enough. How am I supposed to, after saying what I said, <laughs> that's right, Mark, this is your worst nightmare, voiceover and lyrics. <clears throat> we all know what should win, but remember it's a Steveocracy. Well, which one Well, Tinton, make your vote cast your vote Tinton. Let's see. Here we got happy days. No contest two for happy days. One, two, three in a row for Hawk three for happy days four for Hulk. And, uh, so right now we're at four, three for Hulk five, three. If you ask me, uh, there we go. Four, four for the happy days in the Hulk. Wait. Yeah. The fuck. <laughs> That's how you get blocked Tenton. So <laughs> Y'all I'm sorry. And I said this to the guys on the deuce cast, check out my recent appearance on the deuce cast on their Reflections episode, where I was the most unentertaining I've ever been in my life. Next to this show. Um, Fall Guy just wasn't good. When you when you have these other themes that surround it from that same time period, it just did not stand up. I'm sorry. All right. It looks like Happy Days is going to win the day. The Golaverse... <laughs> You used to be the greatest podcast listening audience in the universe. Now you're just the people who stab me in the heart repeatedly in the in the TV brackets. All right. So that moves us down here to um, <clears throat> our next battle. Battle of the cuteness, if you will, because we have... Um, this is kind of an interesting matchup. This is uh, the Brady Bunch.
5: Here's the story.
0: You know it. Of a
5: lovely lady. Who was bringing up three very lovely girls All of them had hair of gold Like their mother The youngest one in curls
6: It's a story Of a man named Brady Who was busy with three boys of his own They were four men Living all together Yet they were all
0: alone Except for Alice, they had Alice the
3: one day when the lady met this fellow and they knew that it was much more than a hunt.
0: That this group must somehow form a family. That's the way we all became the Brady Bunch. The Brady Bunch. The Brady Bunch. All right. <clears throat> so that's the Brady Bunch. Uh, classic, iconic. We know it. Ann B. Davis' is Alice. And uh, that brings us to, to this classic. And I know, what's sad is I know which way my wife will vote.
2: with our special guest star, Miss Rita Moreno!
3: It's time to play the music, it's time to light the light. It's time to meet the Muppets on the Muppet Show tonight.
4: It's time to put on makeup, it's time to dress up right. It's time to raise the curtain on the Muppet
5: Show tonight. My cousin's so dumb. He spent two weeks in London trying to find the European Common Market. <laughs>
2: <laughs> to introduce our guest star, that's what I'm here to do. So it really makes me happy to introduce to you, Miss Rita Moreno. <laughs>
3: Let's get things started on the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, motivational. This is what we call a
0: marvellous show. <laughs> 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 All right. So here's the thing. I'm just going to say this in my mind going into this, I thought, well, the Brady Bunch will probably, you know, win this. Um, but, listening to them back to back this way i love that muppet show jam i love the it's time to play the music it's time to light the lights uh i do like that better than here's a story of a li-. and by the way and in in, in tex cow patty brings this up 48 hours dateline did we ever find out what happened to the brady's ex-spouses are they? Is it widower and widow? Is that or was those boys' mom so terrible that like he got custody in the seventies? That's unheard of. I don't know. I think it's interesting. It looks like we're getting more for Muppets than we are for the Brady Bunch. One, two. Let's see. One Muppet, two Muppet, three Muppet, four. Um, five. Yeah. Hey, most people are going for the Muppets. So hey, you guys. You to you went and do something like this and totally redeem yourself. So the Muppets move on to the sweet sixteen. Oh my Atlanta. On the last episode there was a touch of controversy. Um and, and we'll and we'll talk about that as we get in these next two, because this is the final round here in round two, or the final matchup in round two of the seventies uh television show Bracket, but or division, I should say. Uh, and and we're going to get into some of the controversy but first we'll hear our first contestant um, one of the great cop shows of all times, Chips here we go, here we go come on now i mean it's so like this is firmly entrenched like in that era of the 70s where it's like we want to hold on to some of those classic feeling tv themes but we also want to play disco uh and that's what chips is but i love it i love the chips theme Uh, really quickly, I want to address something that is said here in the chat. John Phillips says the only good thing I'll say about the Brady Bunch. Thank whoever that they never did a modern remake of that show. And John, I give you the 1990s TGIF, uh, powerhouse step-by-step. Can we, (laughs) can we have a bracket for theme songs that are sung by the lead actor of said show? (laughs) So you want fall guy to be that one. (laughs) as matt mink would say about the chips theme that that do be slapping indeed um well here's the controversy in the last episode there was a there was a vote i took late just to have this particular theme win and it's sanford and son (laughs) All right, Chips versus Sanford and Son theme, ladies. A lot of Sanford and Son coming in. I got to tell you, I was grooving to Sanford and Son more than I was Chips. Though I love that Chips theme, I really, really do. This is killing me. This is what. This is where it starts to hurt. You know, the the, the old Chips theme versus the old Sanford and Son, and Chips is man, it's it slaps. But Sanford and Son. So it looks like we've got hey Teresa, Teresa Delgado Luca in the house. Is that Harmonic and Hammond organ killing it? it true, it, that's kind of the thing. And I'll tell you this: there was a there was a rapper named Stephen Wiley back in the late eighties into the mid nineties, and he did a song. And I can't remember if it was Teenage Mutant Youth group member or something else, but it was. He sampled Sanford and Son in it, and it. I was not aware, and this is what you need to understand when it comes to the Ice Ice Baby controversy. I didn't know under pressure as a twelve-year-old, thirteen-year-old kid. I didn't have MTV, so we never—I'd never saw Ice Ice Baby actually, or Ice Vanilla Ice go through the controversy with the, you know, ripping off that baseline from um, under pressure. So I just thought that was his thing. So really, I think my first conscious understanding of sampling came from that song by Stephen Wiley in the in the nineties with uh, sampling Sanford and Sons. So. Uh, Sanford and son, I hum it every time I overload my truck, (laughs) Sanford and son, don't make me call in so we can talk about things that came out before I was alive. (laughs) I'm coming, Elizabeth. looks like Sanford and son's got it. So Sanford and son beat the cops. Um, they beat chips and, uh, and move on into the sweet 16 Sanford and son. All right. So that rounds out round two of our. Uh, 70s TV themes. And that brings us into round two of the 80s themes, ladies and gentlemen. (sighs) Let, you know what? We need to, we need to enter into this section with prayer because the, out of the, out of the gate, out of the gate, we're getting a battle, a battle of what I would consider to be absolutely titanic theme songs one that is precious precious to the goal the other that is absolutely precious to all of pop culture so here we go it's the greatest american hero that upset dallas on our last episode ladies and gentlemen the greatest american hero was the is the 16th seed because it was the fewest episodes of any 80s show in our particular brackets dallas with an incredible theme song because of all of our sentimentality with the greatest american hero lost can that sentimentality carry greatest american hero through the next battle let us find out here's the greatest american hero If you know it,
4: I can't believe it myself. Suddenly I'm up on top of the world. It should have been somebody else. Everybody, believe it or not, I'm walking on air.
0: go that's the greatest american hero believe it or not i don't know that it can conquer this one
1: making your way in the world today takes everything you've got taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot Don't you like to get
3: away?
0: Y'all are killing me! Y'all are killing me because y'all are just throwing up cheers like that's the one, like with no none of you struggled over this, and that's what breaks my heart. Look, <clears throat> for fifteen years I've said you're the greatest podcast listening audience in the universe. I would like if you're going to put cheers, don't be putting an exclamation point after it. Don't be like quoting it and be like Norm you put a sad face after you say that because you know that you are voting against believe it or not I'm walking on air so how about that how about if you if you're going to vote cheers you be sad that you're voting cheers you vote cheers with sorrow in your heart I, I i i i take all of you to task i take all of you to task all right here we go Roth even says cheers. Easy. Whatever, Roth. You don't know. All right, here we go. Let me do the counting here because I've seen some stuff go on <laughs> that I'm not sure about. All right. um, One, two for cheers. One, two for greatest American hero. Three for cheers. Four, five for cheers. Six for cheers. Seven for Cheers. Four for greatest American hero five for greatest American hero, eight for cheers, six for greatest American hero greatest American hero had its massive upset last time. it just didn't have the juice to make it any further you're you're wrong, Roth, and you're evil. you broke my heart, yeah, Fraser's is a great that was a great um theme song we should have used. My wife has betrayed me. my all of you have betrayed me. I feel betrayed, but this is a stevocracy. I'm just looking in the chat, Teresa, by the way, she's like, I don't know where to vote. I'm looking in the chat. I'm just checking it out in the chat, so I'm counting you You all break my heart and um and I and I demand you all go follow Haley Glossett on Instagram by collagen. I will give you cheers, ladies and gentlemen. And we mourn for Greatest American Hero. Oh, man. It, it breaks my heart to close that window out. But that does bring us to um, to our next uh, battle. And um, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Fish Don't Fry in the Kitchen. Where well, we move- Mark Hamill says so Steve chose happy over right that's true I sure did
6: fish don't fry in, in the kitchen, kitchen. beans don't
0: burn on the grill Mm-mm. took a whole I'm lot of trying
6: just to get up that hill
4: everybody now yeah, we're I'm up in the big, big leagues get
6: not turn it back yeah long 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 live, you long live,
4: and me baby ain't nothing wrong with that boys. Girls we we're moving on up
6: moving
0: Alright, so that's the Jefferson's theme And uh, y'all know, listen, y'all know that's awesome Y'all know that's a great theme And uh, it's up against this theme Fraggle Rock Y'all know y'all love Fraggle Rock Everybody Here we go Clap
3: clap. Worry for another day. Let the music play. Clap clap. Down and rock. Work your ears away. for another
0: day. Let the play. We're good old, <laughs> man, that's some good stuff, Fraggle Rock. I like the guitar. I don't know that it it, it breaks as bad as the Jeffersons to me, but let's see where we're at on everybody. One for Jefferson's, one for Fraggle Rock, two for Fraggle. 3 for fraggle, 4 for fraggle. Craig Harmon's having a tough time. 2 for Jefferson's. 5 for fraggle, 3 for Jefferson's, 4 for Jefferson's. All right. Well, we got 4 versus 5, is that right? Did I count right? 6 for Jefferson's. Cuz I'm counting my vote. <clears throat> <laughs> we're about to go for ha- we're about to go for right over happy this time. I done went for listen, I just let go of right to be happy. Now I'm going to take back right, all right? Uh, let's see one more time. I'll do the count. Jefferson's one, Fraggle one, two for Fraggle, three for Fraggle, four for Fraggle, two for Jefferson's. Yeah. Two for Jefferson's four for Fraggle, five for Fraggle, three, four, five for Jefferson's. Six for Jeffersons, seven, eight for Jeffersons, seven for Jeffersons, eight for Jeffersons. I vote Jeffersons. That's a tie for eight to eight. I am big enough to have two. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry the Jeffersons beats Fraggle Rock. That's that's what happens in a Steveocracy in the Goldiverse. Do I love Fraggle Rock? Sure I do. Do I think that theme is better than fish don't fry in the kitchen and beans don't burn on the grill? Of course I do not. The end. I'm sorry, voting has now closed. Jefferson's won. Now you may not like that. You may not like that at all. But I have given you Batman. I have given you. I gave you Hawaii Five O over Wonder Woman. I gave you people cheers over um over Greatest American Hero. What else did I give you? I gave you Happy Days over the Incredible Hulk. All right. So, and maybe I should have saved my vote for this next. No, not this next one. Here's our, here's our next, uh, here's our next, uh, our our next battle in the '80s, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> um, that brings us to the A team. We love this one. I actually left the voiceover in this one, so that means Mark Hamill will automatically vote against it. ba da ba Now, what a great show! What a great theme! I love the A Team theme, and um, and I love—I do like the voiceover uh, at the beginning. I like the—you know—it it 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 just tells the story. I someone said it earlier. You know, I hate that themes don't do this anymore. I know that we get that extra ninety seconds of television show, but man, good old themes. And I also want to address something else. Roger and KC says I'm still not over Psych. That's the other thing. I let y'all take Psych from me. I let y'all say that the '70s show is better themed than Psych last week or last episode. And and all y'all are like, I'm not seeing Psych. I'm not seeing Psych. I'm not seeing Psych. Doesn't matter what you've seen. It matters what theme is better. Now listen, my man, my man, music, music man, DF Music '64 says it's pointless is worthless to rank music. You're right. Listen, I'll give you that. But this is just the fun of it. It's like, Hey, let's have an official goal of verse. What's the best TV theme of all time. And that'll be the champion. We'll put the belt on that bad boy. And uh, next year we'll have some other themes come forward. It'll be fun. Um, so there you go. Now, uh, a team is up against this one. It's a, it's a classic television show with some classic television show moments and some tragic, Aftermath of this television show, but it's a different strokes theme.
4: Now the world don't move to the beat of just one drum. What might be right for you may not be right for some. A man is born, he's a man of means. Then along come two. They got nothing but the dream. They got different strokes. Different strokes Different strokes to rule the world. Different strokes to taste. Different strokes to
3: taste. Different strokes to rule the world. Everybody's
0: got a special guy. That's a fun little theme, man. That is right. That is of an era. That's the thing. Like, different strokes. um, uh, Who's the boss is kind of there. Um,. I don't know if it's the same composer or not, by the way, the same songwriter. Different Strokes, uh, One Day at a Time. Um, all of those from around that era were were just, they, they have that feel, and they put you right where you were when those things um, uh, uh, come up. Uh, let's see here. Geez, I don't care about either. Listen, this is not about, if you know the show, it's about what you think of the theme, what you think of the songs, the music. And it looks like A Team's running away with it. So uh we'll just go straight ahead and give it to the A Team. We won't we won't dilly dally here with that. Dun, da, da, dun. Bum 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 Yeah. I love it. Great. Good win. Now, coming into the next bracket, and I believe goodness gracious, I have done something wrong. All right. What else is new? Oh man. Yeah, I think um Oh, no. Well, goodness gracious, Stephen. Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so sorry. I pressed the wrong button and should have pressed the back button, and I didn't. I ended up closing out the window. Give me one moment here. Technical difficulties as we come into the final. I don't think this is the final bracket of. I'm trying to navigate. I'm trying to multitask. Of course, Yeah, this is. Yeah, this is the final bracket mm. of the uh, of the eighties here too. Or, yeah, because we've done. Okay, I was thinking we we're on the third one, not the fourth one coming up. <clears throat> so, all right. Now, last time, I forget who them Duke boys fought but we last time we had two unique battles um but in 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 one battle is the battle of miami as i recall and it was miami vice versus the golden girls and uh quite frankly uh the golden girls won and uh so let's bring that back around here now thank you So that's the Golden Girls theme. They won the Battle of Miami against Miami Vice. And that puts them up against them Duke boys. Now, someone mentioned that Duke boys, and I've got the brackets right here. I don't know why I don't look at it. The Dukes of Hazard beat Magnum P.I. And i got to be honest with you. As much as I love them Duke boys, I don't understand how this song beat Magnum P.I. Magnum P.I. is much better jam. So there's the Golden Girls. And uh, them Duke boys are going to try to beat up the Golden Girls. <laughs> <laughs> Here they are.
4: Just a good old boy. Never meaning no harm. Come on, everybody. Beats all you ever saw. Been in trouble with the law since the day they was born. Straightening the curves, Lightning yeah. the hills. Down, down, down. Someday the mountain might get them, the the law will. Making their way, everybody. Making their way, the only way they know how. That's just a little bit more than the law will
0: allow. Everybody. Oh, this is the extended version by Waylon. I think this is the one where he talks about his mama can't understand why all she sees is his hands and not his face on TV, but let's, let's listen all the way through just for the fun of it.
4: Making their way, Making their way the, the only way. way they know how, yeah. that's just a little bit more than the law will allow, I'm a good old boy, there you go, you know my mama loves me. But you can when I stand there on the show in my hands and not my face on TV.
0: <laughs> All right. The, them Duke boys versus old Golden Girls. So let's see what we got here. I, I saw some Dukes really kicking it to start out with. And Craig Harmon says Dukes versus Golden Girls. No! Um Mark Hamill, how did this beat my Vice? How did the Dukes of beat Magnum P.I.? I don't know. Uh, but let's see what we got here. Um, and by the way, I was doing a really good job of not umming and, and ahhing until we had the technical difficulty a moment ago, and also when I was interrupted by my wife earlier with a kitchen emergency. But... I, now that it started, I can't make it stop. So let me let me consult the chat, and I'll stop the um and the on. Ah I'll do my best to. So give me the Duke boys, Dukes of Hazard, uh, Dukes, Dukes, three Dukes. <laughs> I don't give a Duke. Three Dukes, one Golden Girls, four Dukes, five Dukes, six Dukes, but it makes her sad. Seven Dukes. Eight Dukes, two Golden Girls, three Golden Girls. Not, wow, Dukes just wow, Dukes of Hazard. Man, there you go. The Golden Girls, lose the <laughs> them Duke boys just beat up some old women. <laughs> but can I give y'all the the just a preview of round three coming up? In the 80s division, it's Cheers versus the Jeffersons and A-Team versus the Dukes of Hazard. I love the 80s bracket. All right, uh, that brings us to the 90s and 2000s, and uh, here we go. Uh, this, this particular theme beat the Game of Thrones theme last week, and rightfully so. Uh, it's got a little more jam to it, and it's a little more iconic. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Law and Order. Law and Order was the number one seed. It had the most um, episodes of the uh, the T V shows in this category. But I tell you what, the number two seed fought its way right into this next bracket. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know. I, I guess that I'm gonna just say
6: so no
4: one told you that was gonna be this way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Chachunk! chunk Someone do a Law & Order Friends mashup. All right. Listen, Angie says there's no contest, but it looks like there is. Uh, so DF Music kicks it off Friends. And immediately, two for Law & Order, th- two for Friends, uh, three for Law & Order, three for Friends, four for Friends, uh, four for Law & Order, five for Friends... Six for Law and... Five for Law and Order. Six for Friends. I, you can't vote twice, Teresa. I'm not going to count multiple votes by one person. So, Teresa, you already got it in there. And you really messed me up. So, all right. Uh Teresa, I vote more than once. No, you don't. Now, here's my, here's my dilemma. I don't really care for the Friends theme song. But I think that it is better than the Law & Order theme song. Garrison Riven votes for Law & Order. Craig, this is not the United States of America. You can't vote for someone else. Um, Greg said, so you can't vote for someone else, Teresa. Uh, wow, I can't believe you guys are picking Law & Order over Friends. That's a, Is it because you don't like the show? This is not about the judgment of the show. And if you don't like the show, I don't... When did it get cool to hate on, on shows that were really good and ran a long time? It, it's okay that the show was popular. It's okay to like the show. You know, Seinfeld. Everyone liked Seinfeld. It was a good show, too. Um, yeah, I'll be there for you as an earworm for sure. I disagree with you Law & Order fans. I, I just disagree with that. I can't in good conscience... Michael Nip votes for Law and Order. I don't think Michael Nip votes for Law and Order, Craig. In fact, I'll text Michael Nip right now and find out. Here's here's what we're going to do. I'm about to text Michael Nip because he's busy doing something else, and I'm going to ask him, friends or Law and Order, and whatever he chooses is the winner. So um, we're going to let it's going to come down to him because I can't just say. Uh, law and order beats friends, and I'm waiting on Michael Nip to respond and he and he will, so oh, shiny, happy people was the first choice for r m Wow, huh. Shiny, happy people holding hands. Greg votes friends. I believe you, Teresa. I know you're fighting for friends. I appreciate that. Let me count these things again without all the double votes. All right. So that's one for friends. One, two for law and order. Two for friends. Three for law and order. Three for friends. Four for friends. Four for law and order. Five for friends. Five for law and order. Six for friends. Six for law and order. Seven law and order. Eight, nine law and order. Ocracy. We'll count Greg's vote. So that's seven for law for uh, friends. Michael Nipp's not responding. He must be off his phone doing whatever it is he's doing. So I don't appreciate that one bit. I was really hoping that Michael Nipp would come in with a good bit for me, but he did not. So, um, made a Dion Warwick reference. All right, so let's see here. Uh, where are we at? Which, has, which was a better ringtone? Wow. Doom, 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 doom. Wow, Law and Order is a better it mm. Law and Order would be a better ringtone. Just straight up. I I agree. Better ringtone is Law and Order. As much as I want to choose a friend's theme over Law and Order, you're right, Mark Hamill. That is a great, great point. <laughs> and she keeps saying Steve Aukracy. <laughs> I've already been I've already gone my wife's way one time tonight. I'm not gonna let her sway me anymore. I'm tired of I just, I'm really, this is a great, this is, listen, everybody, this is, this is what happens when you let people vote and, and, and you have people that know things or or desire things to vote a certain way. Let's all remember friends beat saved by the bell. And I really thought that would be a harder decision for everyone to make, but y'all just all said friends. You based it on the show, not the song. Listen i can't I can't I would hate if I'll be there for you was my ringtone because it would get so annoying down 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 down, but just the law and order you know it doesn't freak you out I've got like I've got the Mandalorian the do do theme, and it doesn't really stress me out when it comes on, you know like I'm like, okay, that's cool, but now my wife's theme is the theme to somebody feed Phil on Netflix, and it scares the bejesus of me every time it goes off. So
4: my mom says friends. <laughs> Your mom says friends.
0: <laughs> oh man. Y'all Teresa I'll say this. Teresa's fighting. And Angie keeps saying Steveocracy, go with friends. <laughs> <laughs> Angie's making a great point about the Steveocracy. Teresa's really fighting hard, and she makes the point my wife wants friends as well. So um this is crazy. <laughs> Dogs don't talk and I will take away votes for dogs voting. All right. Um I really thought Mark Ham- uh, Mark Michael Nip would come through for me, but so here's what we're going to do, ladies and gentlemen. Um mm. I'm I'm really torn because I just don't feel like law and order is a better theme. I really don't I just really don't think that law and order is is a better theme? I'm sorry, I, I, Steve Ocracy. I've got to go with friends. Um. Yeah, cause I don't care in this bracket really who ends up winning. Go with friends. <laughs> <laughs> who is this? Oh man. Um. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, okay. So, there you go. We're going for... Oh, Michael Nip finally did time in. Friends. All right. Michael Nip says friends. It's friends. So, there we go. Michael Nip has has saved all you friends themes. Boo. I'm sorry. I Shame. I know. I know. I get it. I'm with you. So friends is your lobster. There's a lot. I just spoke with Nip. He said he's busy, but he recommends friends. I just, yeah, he just texted me friends. So friends gets it. That brings us to these two. I got to tell you something. Honestly, outside of one theme in the 90s and 2000s theme, I really don't care about any of the rest of them. Uh, I I know who's going to win this bracket is what I'm telling you. This is the Drew Carey show. I receive all your booze and I deserve them. So that's the Drew Carey theme, Cleveland Rocks, and it is up this week against the old Quantum Leap theme. Quantum
3: Leap.
0: All right. So Quantum Leap versus the Drew Carey show theme. We've got Drew Carey. One for Drew Carey. Um, let's see. Two for Quantum Leap. One for Drew. Two for Drew Carey. Um, three for Drew Carey. Four for Drew Carey. One, two, three, four, five for Quantum Leap. Looks like it's going to be Quantum Leap. So we'll give it to Quantum Leap. Uh over the Drew Carey show. Though I do like that Cleveland Rocks theme. Um Quantum Leap wins the day and that brings us to our next bracket here. Our next uh uh our next battle if you will. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you we will not get the battle of themes whose who shout places they live at the end of it. But this is That 70s Show. So that's That 70s Show, and uh, this is the theme that wins this particular battle. to start over for good measure. Say- that is Somebody Save Me. Uh, it's the theme of Smallville, and it's the uh, it's the winner of that particular round. Um, <clears throat> no ifs, ends, or buts. And quite frankly, I can't see a way that Smallville will not win the 90s and 2000s bracket, ladies and gentlemen. That's just, look, yeah, that's just life. Um, that brings us to our final battle in the nineties and two thousands. I see how you're getting back at those of us who voted for 70 Shover Psych. You're exactly right, Real transy but also uh Smallville's just better. Now, had this been Smallville versus the Psych theme, I would have been very torn. I I wouldn't been mm, Yeah, I would have been torn because the way that psych theme kicks, that that one, two, three, four, I do like the psych theme a whole lot all right uh that brings us to this theme uh this is Buffy the Vampire Slayer I mean early 2000s all the way So that's the old Buffy theme, real popular, man. I mean, huge, big, big show of the early 2000s. And uh, this is the final uh, uh, player in our 90s and 2000s. And uh, let's see how it fares. I tell you what i'll give old star trek the next generation a whole lot man i really enjoy it so all right looks like the voting's already began here in the chat never bet against goldsmith we got one two uh three four uh five for star trek rest in peace i believe he's saying rest in peace rip uh everyone is um i vote for that other space space franchise Everyone's saying Star Trek so all right Buffy um I guess you go down into what they call it what in the hell hole what was it when the when the whole thing opened up not a hell gate I don't know anyhow Buffy's gone and that brings us to Star Trek no so now here we are that that puts a smack dab into the sweet sixteen ladies and gentlemen and uh so let's here we go let's go back to our timeless category remember these are. Shows that took place before the 1970s. Um, we're gonna we're gonna blow through these really quickly because we've heard them already. Uh, I will give you a taste and and we'll move forward. The Adams Family. Hellmouth. It was a hellmouth. Buffy's in the Hellmouth. There you go. So there's the Adams family, of course, versus uh, this little ditty here, Gilligan's Island.
5: Just sit right back, and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip that started from this tropic port, aboard this tiny ship. The mate was a mighty sailor, and the skipper brave and sure. Five passengers set sail that day for a three-hour tour.
0: All right, are we three-hour tour? Or are we the snapping the fingers of the Adams family, ladies and gentlemen? Now is your chance to vote. Um, this is a hard one for me because the Adams family is very much similar to the other things we talked about, kind of an earworm. But Gilligan's Island just is. I mean, it's a song. It's it's a ballad, really. The the ballad of Gilligan and the and the minnow, the battle of the the battered, the ballad of the minnow. So let's see, one, two for Gilligan, one for Adams family, three Gilligan. 2 Adams, 3 Adams, 5 Gilligan, 4 Adams, 5 Adams, 6 Adams, uh, 6 Gilligan, 7 Gilligan. We'll give it to Gilligan's Island. Uh, just we'll say well, they reach that 7 uh, phase first. So that brings us then to, let me type this down here, Gilligan. Let's see how quickly we moved here. This is how quickly we're going to move through this round to get them all into the Elite 8. Batman. Oh my gosh, this is a good one, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to have to let this one breathe a little bit. Here we go. Quick stop! Now that brings us—that's Batman versus this one. All right, all you Flip it Goliver's members, all you Flip it, Geek Out Loud listeners, those of you who've just been like, whatever, we'll just we'll just throw out Greatest American Hero without a, without a care in the world. Mission Mission Impossible or Batman? Huh? So we've got two for Mission Impossible, two for Batman going right now. It's neck and neck. That's what I like to see. Batman Impossible. (laughs) Four for three Batman, four Mission Impossible, four Batman, five Mission Impossible. Wow. See, I don't know how to go on this one. Six Batman, five Mission Impossible. This is what I like. A good close one. Six Mission Impossible, six Batman. Wow. Let me double check and make sure my count's right. One. One, two for Batman. One Mission Impossible. Two MI. Two Batman. I don't know what Lalo is. DF, you're going to have to make your vote more clear to me. Uh, Mark, come on, you threw me off. Okay, so oh no, Mission Impossible. I see, I see you, DF. All right, one Mission Impossible. Two Batman. Two Mission Impossible. Two Batman. Four Mission Impossible. Three Batman. Five Mission Impossible. For Batman, 6-7 Mission Impossible, and Roth in Wyoming gave us a heart. So, alright, so, wow, Mission Impossible beats Batman. I would not have expected that. Honestly, I like the Batman theme a little bit better than I like the old school version of the Mission Impossible theme. But I'll give it to you. Um, Mission Impossible is going to fight Gilligan's Island in the next round. So, In your Elite Eight, Gelligan's Island versus Mission Impossible. Now that brings us to the 70s, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. You know this one. That's Hawaii Five O. Hawaii Five O. Uh, which has been has been running away with it really. It was the number one seed coming into this thing with the most um, it beat Battlestar Galactica, it beat Wonder Woman. Can it beat?
3: Monday happy days.
4: Arrive. Oh, happy days.
0: Oh, happy days. All right. So Hawaii 5 0 versus Happy Days. Can 5 0 keep it? That's two for Happy Days, one for 5 0, three for Happy Days, two for 5 0, four for Happy Days. Wow. You guys in your Happy Days, Hawaii 5 0. So first, let's DF. Here's what I need you to do when you vote, <laughs> when you vote, put your explanation with your vote, not way after your vote, because I don't understand. Um, let me get back up here. All right. Hawaii five Oh, uh, two for happy days, one for five Oh three for happy days, two for five Oh four for happy days, five, uh, wait, three for five Oh. Okay. So it's, Oh my Atlanta, I'm losing my count. All right. 1 for 50, 1 for happy days, 2 for happy days, 3 for happy days, 2 for 50, 4 happy days, 3 5-0, 3 for Hawaii 50, 5 for happy days, 6 for happy days, 7 for happy days, 4 for 50, 5 for 50 Six for 5 Seven for Happy Days. All right. Happy Days wins because it just hit that seven mark. But, man, that's crazy. I don't know that I agree with any of you on that. I don't. But I'll give it to you because it is a kind of a jam. It's a fun to sing. I think Hawaii 5-0 is a better theme song, though. I really do. I think that... I think y'all are just kind of getting sucked into the fun of, Oh, Happy Days. Um... So goodbye, Hawaii 5 0. You gone. I just don't I don't believe it. I think I don't know. I, I'm trying I'm having a hard time letting that one go. I'm having a hard time letting that one go. I know I've disagreed with y'all a lot. I know I have. But I'm having a hard time. Having a hard time with this one. This one's hurting me. This one's hurting me a lot. Y'all sure, let, listen, I want y'all to hear this again, just because I want to make sure you know what you're voting for, all right? What you're voting against, I should say. So I just want you to hear this so you'll know what you're, what you're voting against. Come on. That doesn't put a, does that not put a pep in your step? John Custer, let it go. Which one is appearing tone? (laughs) 5 is much better, but I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'll give you Happy Days, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Days moves into the Elite Eight. And now we say goodbye to our beloved Muppets uh, in this particular round.
2: Tonight's guest star, Mr. Joel Gray.
3: Dress up right. It's time to
5: raise the curtain on the Muppet Show tonight. In our house, we use paper plates and every night after dinner, my wife erases the dishes.
2: To introduce our guest star, that's what I'm here
0: de- I wanted to hear Fozzie's joke. That's the Muppet Show and unfortunately, Kermit and friends find themselves against... Uh, tell you what i love about the sanford and son theme is that you hear something different especially when you've got a good quality version of it and it's right in your ears like right then i was jamming on the tambourine with them so muppets or sanford and son again it's not about the show it's about the uh the song wow muppets that baseline what about the baseline in freaking sanford and son sanford and son muppets 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 sanford and son what are you what are you people on C Nate, welcome in. What are you people talking about, Muppets? This is not about the show. This is about the theme song. You can't tell me that the Muppet Show theme song is a better theme song than Sanford and Son. You can't tell me that. I don't understand that bass line in the Muppet. I, I mean, I get you. I'm with you, man. I totally get it and understand. But truly, truly... I don't know.
2: It's the Muppet Show with our very special guest star, Mr. Don Knotts!
6: It's time to play the music! It's time to light the light! It's time to meet the Muppet on the Muppet Show tonight! It's time to
2: put on makeup. It's time to dress up right. It's time to get things started. It's time to get things started on
4: the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, motivational. This is what we call a perfect
3: show. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Mm, I don't know, man. I don't know.
4: That, there's a, did you hear that bass line at the beginning of that?
0: Look, right now, I, I'm just talking to Mr. FD Music. Did you hear that? For DF Music. Did
6: you hear that?
3: <laughs>
0: uh, uh. What's Someone is just rocking it on a, um, on a little, like a clavicle. It sounds like a little... T- like just a wood block. They're breaking it down. (laughs) Y'all don't know what you're talking. Listen, y'all know. I love the Muppets. Y'all know. I love the Muppets. Y'all, y'all absolutely know. I love the Muppets, but listen, if I've learned anything in, in, in my 46 years of life, it is that sometimes you just got to make a call. You got to make the hard call and you got to go again. Don't try it. <laughs> what do you mean? Don't try it. Mike B. Mike B. Listen, I need an expert. Okay. You know what? Here, <laughs> It doesn't seem like you love the Muppets. <laughs> it doesn't seem like you love the Muppets because it sounds like you're about to vote the Muppets down. All right. Look. Bum, 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 bum. Um, I don't bum, 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 bum. Is that I can't get the Muppet? Um, bum, 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 bum. That's the baseline on the Muppet Show. With with Sanford and Son, it 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 just starts out with this awesome baseline. So here's the thing: it's cute and happy and feels good. This feels good. It's got a groovy beat and you can dance to it. I'm with. I, listen, I'm going to tell you something straight up. I'm I'm with Mark Hamill. I need an explanation on why the Muppets theme is better. There's literally a Muppet on my TV right now. I, it, it, it's not about if you like the Muppets or not. I love the Muppet Show, but the Muppet Show theme is not as good as the Sanford Sun theme. I'm sorry. The attack on the Muppet basis. Technically, okay. For how notes sound is so pleasant. Yeah, I, listen. I understand. And Floyd can slap the bass, man. No, Janice plays the bass. Floyd plays lead. Janice can slap that bass. Hey, Mr. Bass, man, you're all really something. Five page distortion, please. And yeah, and I get it. I know. <sighs> agree to disagree. <laughs> I do agree to disagree. And I will agreeably disagree, but I'm going to tell you something. Someone said executive order, and I am executive order right now. I I am the Gulliverse. Um I may lose friends over this. Sanford and son. You know what? I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to I'm I'm going to text Derek Russell And I'm going to ask him, better theme, and you know, Derek Russell loves the Muppets as much as I do. So what he comes back with is what we'll go with. How about that? It's the other, Floyd is the bass, and you're right, Floyd's the bass, and Janet's the guitar. Is that true? Yeah, because he plays Mr. Ba- he's Mr. Baseman and Mr. Baseman. Hey, Mr. Baseman, you're all really something. I need to see that Paul Simon episode. Denton says, I just spoke with Derek. <laughs> well, the, the, the sad thing is, is Derek may not text me back until, like, you know, tomorrow. Um, this one is in contention. I gave y'all friends. He says, better Muppets, bigger earworms, Sanford. Ah I don't know. If you were voting on musical merit alone. I I don't know. Rebellions are built. <laughs> Oh, man. Rebellions are built on Steve. It's a rebellion, isn't it? All right. You people. Muppets is greater than Friends. Muppets is greater than Friends, but I don't know about the theme. All right. All right. I tell you what. I'll give it to y'all. If y'all want the Muppet Show, if y'all really think the Muppet Show is... I really thought... Listen, y'all have shocked me here in uh, in these brackets because I really thought it was going to be a battle of Sanford and Son and Hawaii Five-0. I can't believe that you're picking up Daniel, Daniel and Indy. All right? Come on in, Daniel. Welcome. So glad you're here. Tell me something. In the words of my eye doctor, better this first.
2: Joe, with our very special guest star, Sylvester Stallone! Yeah.
3: On the Show tonight. It's time to put on makeup.
5: It's time to dress up right. It's time to get things started.
2: Why don't you get things started? Hey, don't you guys ever dust in here? <laughs> <laughs> it's time to get things started on the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational moment.
0: right Daniel that first or this second So we turn it over to you, Daniel. Lindy. Daniel says Muppets. All right. According to the, according to the the pact where Daniel Landy, what he says goes. Sometimes in this instance, I said we'd let him choose. Derek said Muppets is a better theme, but Samson Sanford is a bigger. We'll give it to Muppets. All right, Daniel. Whatever evil hell you have unleashed is now on you, sir. All right. <clears throat> yeah, there's cowbell, in Sanford and Son. That brings us now. That's okay. So there's our elite. Here's our uh man wow our division championship for the 70s division is going to be Happy Days versus the Muppets because you all are weirdos <laughs> to quote Sam the American Eagle <laughs> to quote Sam the American Eagle from the Great Muppet Caper you are all weirdos all right that brings us then to uh this Um, Our our 80s matchup, ladies and gentlemen Here we go
1: Making your way in the world today Takes everything you've got Taking a break from all your worries Sure would help a lot Wouldn't you like to get away
3: Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name, and they're always glad you came. You want to be where you can see.
0: All right, it's cheers versus
6: where well, we're moving on. Up. We're moving on
0: up. Take that, suckers. <laughs> Y'all are crazy. Y'all are crazy.
6: Y'all Took a whole lot of trying just to get up that
0: Everybody,
4: now we're up baby, in the big leagues.
6: Get now turn it back. As long as we live, you and me, baby. There ain't nothing wrong with that. We're moving on now
0: All right, there you go. That's uh, the Jeffersons versus Cheers. Now, some of you came in right out of the bat with Cheers. Again, y'all are being sentimental about things, and y'all aren't really getting into the quality of the music. Three for Cheers, one for Jeffersons, four for Cheers, two for Jeffersons, five for Cheers, three, four for Jeffersons. I'm ignoring Daniel Nanny because he broke my heart. This is just so funny how we keep going against what Steve wants. (sighs) The second one. Thank you, Aussie Nate. The Jeffersons. Yeah. Yeah. Changed Jeffersons. (laughs) Oh, man. We need to forget. Listen, Roger and KC, we need a forgotten bracket for Frazier, Simon and Simon, all of the TGIF shows, The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. There's a lot that that got left out of this bracket. And I want to address something that um, Daniel and Indy had said earlier. Uh, He mentioned um, Knight Rider and Miami Vice. Well, Daniel and Indy, in our last episode, the people voted that Miami Vice would lose to um, the Golden Girls. And also in our last episode, Knight Rider lost to the Jeffersons. So what I see happening here for me is the Jeffersons, are going is going to be cheers because Night Riders should be where the Jeffersons is right now, but no, you, you people, you know what I'm saying. So the Jeffer the Jeffersons did not beat. Don't come storming in this room. You need to be in bed. It's eleven thirty. The the, the <laughs> closed circuit to my wife. the <laughs> the uh, the the Jeffersons did not rightly beat that. So Derek just texted me Fraggle Rock out of those. So all right, well, the Jefferson's theme beat Fraggle Rock, Derek. Um in the last bracket. So, all right. <clears throat> um what do you mean, you people? <laughs> okay, let's come back up here. So we've got we've changed to the Jeffersons. Look, I, I'm i giving it to the Jeffersons. The Jefferson's more fun. It's more beboppy. It, it's funner to try to sing. Cheers is good and all, but come on. Do we really want to battle? You know what? Maybe we do. You know what? No. I am not going to just make a call. I'm going to come back up and count. That's exactly what's about to happen. Here we go. Let's come on back up here. All right. <clears throat> One for cheers, two for cheers, three for cheers. Three for cheers, one for the Jeffersons. Two for the Jeffersons, three for cheers. Four for cheers, two for the Jeffersons. Three for the Jeffersons, four for the Jeffersons, four for cheers. Five for cheers, four for the Jeffersons. Let's see, where are we out here? That's six for the Jeffersons. Seven for the Jeffersons got because he changed. And uh so okay, so the Jeffersons did end up win. Clearly Jeffersons are your racist. <laughs> Funner is a word, Teresa. I was an English major. Cheers. <clears throat> and uh all right, well, I gotta tell you guys something. Because DF Music switched his vote to Jefferson's, that means the Jeffersons wins. So that's fine. I'll take it. I'll take it. Now, everyone who's listening like Aftermath, are going to be like, these are terrible. And for those of you who are mad about the choices, I leaned heavily on the chat. Um, and so I am going with... um, And I'm being told... Yeah, I said you people a lot tonight. I did because I got really friends... I'm really frustrated with the greatest listening audience in the universe right now. I really am. As I'm looking back over these brackets, I'm I'm really frustrated with the greatest listening audience in the universe. Now here comes the hard one. And and this is the thing. Like what I should have started out doing is I'm going to just pick these and the ones I have a hard time with, I'm going to see, I'm going to turn to you uh, to help me decide. But I let it turn into this big democratic voting thing. And I shouldn't have, because what that turned into is um, you know. All of this. We all agree we pin whoever wins fully on Steve, right? Just pretending to kill going against the chat. Okay, here we go. the old a-team uh roth and wyoming is asking if mash made it into the bracket indeed mash did make it mash got beat early uh in the first round i'll tell you who mash lost to mash lost to wonder woman because mash is a sad slow uh depression inducing theme so that was the a-team and uh now that a-team is up against the old duke boys a good old boys It never gets old singing it well, We're meaning no harm Beats all you ever
4: saw Been in trouble with the law Since the day they was born Sleeping the curves Flattening the hills down Someday the mountain might get them But the law never will Making their way Making their way the only way they know how. That's just a little bit more than the law will allow.
3: Just a good old
0: ball. I play the other version this time. Look and change if they could. Down down now.
4: down the system like a true modern-day Robin Hood.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go. So there you go. That's the uh, Dukes of Hazard versus the A-team. We've already got some people chiming in on Dukes of Hazzard. I Listen, I love the A-team theme. Either one of these winning will be fine with me. Uh, one, two Dukes, one A-team, three Dukes, four Dukes, two A-team, three A-team, four, five A-team, six Dukes, uh, six A-team. So it's six, six right now. Eighteen versus Dukes. Wow, there's the seven Dukes of Hazard because the car makes people seven. Eighteen. All right, so we're at seven seven, all tied up. I'm going to tell you, as far as just cool fun themes go, I'm. I think I'm going to go with the eight Team on this one. I I, I think that I, if I'm going to be the tiebreaker here, um, I'm not mad at anybody. I I think either one of these winning make me happy, and uh, so. But because there was a tie by my count. I'm just going to go ahead and throw break the tie and vote A team there. All right, now that brings us into the '90s and 2000s, um, and that's going to be the A team versus the Jeffersons in our final. Uh, I'm sorry, in the Elite Eight, by the way. So just so everyone know, that brings us to the '90s and 2000s, and that brings us, ladies and gentlemen, back to this one. <laughs> So there's your friends, and that is up against in this one, this one, Quantum Leap. All right, so again... Here's one I don't care about. The um, Friends or, or Quantum Leap. The Law and Order Friends debate was fun. Um, I really don't. The nineties should clearly. The animated is a whole different set of brackets. Indy. we're not. We haven't. We hadn't had any animated shows in this particular bra- brackets. Mike my, my post Quantum Leap uh, Friends. 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 Got to go with Leap. So two leaps, mostly Friends. But I think that's against the. Um, just going against the, the grain because people want to. It's cool to hate on friends these days. Um, so one friend, two friends. Let me make sure. Two. Oh, there we go. One friend, two friends. Three friends, one quantum leap, four friends, five friends, two quantum leap, three quantum leap, four quantum leap, six friends, five, six quantum leap, you can't vote multiple times, Indy. Seven quantum leap. Eight quantum leap just to knock out friends. Wow. Okay. Greg said friends. I'll count Greg as seven friends. eight quantum, But we're still at eight quantum leaps by my count. Let me double check that. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. Seven quantum leaps. One, two, three, four, five. Ziggy says quantum leap. I'm only catching six friends. Seven, let's see. I think it's tied up. I think it's tied up with the friends, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> um, Tenton throwing in the quantum leap, but he's already said quantum leap just to knock out friends. Cattle, bo- cattle bosses cows say quantum leap. <laughs> wow, that's kind of surprising. Honestly, it looks like quantum leap does have the most votes. But understand something, that's because of all the science fiction heads in the chat. And that's okay. Quantum Leap's going to lose in the next round because the uh, the winner of the 90s and 2000s division bracket has already been uh, chosen. It's predestined. So um, Mark Hamill said that. Did you? You're saying Derek is at Mark's house. Tenton says cattle bosses, cows say quantum leap. Mark Hamill says Derek says quantum leap. So suck it, friends. The cows have hundreds of votes. Y'all are breaking my heart. I quit this. (laughs) Listen, that's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. And here's your winner for the 90s and 2000s. The next round. had to hear the beginning of that because i didn't get to the at the start of things so that's uh, smallville of course and now here you go i'm gonna let you guys decide i'm not but here you go let me let me just get it to the
5: it's continuing mission to explore strange new worlds
0: shut up daniel i'll ban you life, right now from the chat
5: civilizations Boldly go where no one has gone before.
0: All right, let's just make something clear here. I appreciate y'all voting and everything, but there's always been one firm rule on this show, and you know what that rule is. That rule is, um, it's a safe place to geek out, right? Safe place to geek out all right uh what next gen started actually earlier than 89 but it went deeper into the 90s daniel listen you go back and listen to the last episode and you'll understand my reasonings by having some of these in these categories all right so um it was always smallville always hold on to that superman oh my atlanta Teresa, you're just lashing out now because you're angry but let me finish what i was going to say thank you roth and wyoming safe place to geek out except for Trek and Twilight. It brings me great joy to knock Star Trek The Next Generation out of these brackets with this song. One moment, please. That, break. that is Smallville wins that bracket. I'm sorry, everybody. I know that makes some of you angry. I know that, you know, listen, Goldsmith, Great composer. Then Goldsmith, am I right on that Goldsmith, right? Did I suddenly forget something? Um, <clears throat> but uh, I'm going to tell y'all something. Gave y'all happy days. Gave y'all the Muppets over Sanford and Son. Gave y'all cheers over the greatest American hero. Vote of no confidence in the host. Listen, the host has no confidence, so that vote... That vote's won a long time ago. All right. Uh, What's happening here? Sorry. Smallville. Wow, that's going to set up a really interesting... All right. Now, let me just... I'm being straight up serious with y'all. Okay? Have we consulted the ringtones? I'm going to be straight up serious right now with you, dear listener. I don't know how the Final Four are going to go. I know how some of the elite eight are gonna go, but I don't know how the final four are gonna go, so let's do it. Let's back to our timeless. We'll just pick up where we left off. not there. sorry, <laughs> I gotta stop that gotta stop that one, Donna and pause all right um no i we're gonna pick up where we left off in the timeless category. This is anything that was out before the seventies
5: three-hour tour. The weather started getting rough. The tiny ship was tossed. If not for the courage of the fearless crew, the minnow would be lost. The minnow would be lost. The ship's aground on the shore of this uncharted desert isle. With
4: Gilligan, the skipper, too, a millionaire and his wife.
0: All right, so that's Gelligan's Island. And Gelligan's Island is up the theme now. Remember, it's not the show, it is the theme that is up against this bad boy. got one for mission impossible one for gilligan's island this is tough now when it comes to iconic just classic tv themes which way are we gonna go i have no horse in this race i will only be a tie breaker uh should there be a tie come up by you in the chat mission impossible mission impossible one gilligan three mission impossible i don't care anymore four mission impossible five mission impossible mission impossible is running away with it so mission impossible is taking it to the final four mission impossible the division champ of the timeless category when it comes to tv i honestly didn't see that happen my brackets honestly were probably i probably thought batman was gonna run away with it um so, but Mission Impossible takes the takes the timeless division. The timeless champion of television themes is Mission Impossible. Now, Mission Impossible has won its division, but can it win the conference? Uh, that brings us to our seventies. The most lame television theme song battle in the history of television theme song battles. You want to talk about? Listen, all y'all mad at me because I didn't let friends go through, or I didn't let this go through. Daniel and Indy, I love your humor, but shut up. Happy days.
3: Sunday, Monday, happy days. Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days. Thursday, Friday.
0: So there you go. There's the old Happy Days theme. Taking on another happy little theme.
2: It's the Muppet Show with our very special guest, our Miss Loretta Lynn. Music! Okay, let's go this way. This us over here.
0: Oh, I'm, this is a... I see your ticket. Hmm? Do
3: you know who's conducting? The conductor.
0: I'm sorry. Play the music. I grabbed a... I grabbed a an episode where they were having some problems and there was a through line of everything being broken so let me start with a good theme here a good version
2: it's the muppet show with our very special guest star christopher reeve no!
3: light the light it's time to get things started why don't you get me
2: started you know if this show was an airplane it would have been grounded <laughs> <laughs> it's time to get things started on the, the most sensational, sensational inspirational, inspirational celebrational motivational. this is
3: what we call a weapon show <laughs> <laughs> oh, rats
0: all right. So there is the Muppet Show theme. <clears throat> now, I'm not trying to get biased with the Christopher Reeve thing. What I pulled up was a YouTube uh, video, The Muppet Show All Openings, because The Muppet Show went through some permutations of the way it opened. You, early on, Fozzie would stop and tell a joke, and then th- and then later on, it was Statler and Waldorf kind of heckling or whatever. Um, the set changed on the stage and everything. So I've just been kind of stopping and going to the next one so there's a different star mentioned each time a different guest star that one just happened to be christopher reeve i had no idea that was coming uh the other one was loretta lynn and they were doing like this country thing um and the show was broke or something and so it the, the theme wasn't going to be the full actual muppet orchestra doing the theme so i had to go to the next one so that's what's going on there so are we going are we going with the theme that beat Sanford and son, the Muppet show? Or are we going with happy days? The theme that beat uh, Hawaii five Oh in this weird, twisted, bizarro world you guys made. <laughs> uh, happy days, two for Muppets, three for happy days, three for Muppets, four for happy days, uh, five for Muppets, five, six, happy days, seven, happy days. All right. Wow. Happy days. Um, Daniel, come on, man. Bless your heart. We'll... uh... Uh Uh-oh. Wait for the program to respond. Ladies and gentlemen, my internet has just locked up on me with all of this. With all of this that's happening, my goodness. I hope I can restore the session when I open back up or it's going to be a problem. Technical difficulties. Stand by. I had to edit the last episode. I edited out a lot of ums and ahs and a lot of weird um, spaces. Good. Here we go. We're coming back. So happy Muppets. Wow. There we go. That will bring us here to... Oh, did I not? I'm really confused. Hold on a second. Sorry, everybody. Let me come back into the brackets here and see where we left off. Yeah, Happy Days beat the Muppets. So there you go. Wow. The division champion. And you know what? I'll be honest with you. This is really a fitting division champion for 70s television. I would have thought Sanford. I really did expect Sanford and Son of Hawaii 5-0 to take it all the way that those were the two that I kind of had as favorites just based on the jamminess of those particular themes. Um, but happy days is a worthy winner. Happy days was a powerhouse of television in the days. And, um, so that is kind of the idea here. Um, that's, and that's what these brackets are about is like, what really evokes the feeling of that particular era so the first two participants in the final four of the Goldiverse Television Theme Bracket is Mission Impossible and Happy Days in the final four. Now we come over to the '80s Division Champs. <clears throat> Internet just locked up by pre Pern- No, I'm I am sincere when I say I've I have taken I have taken Smallville as far as I will take it by decree. I'm just telling you straight up. I I don't know. And we'll talk, you know what, we'll talk about in a moment when we get there. But first, let's take care of these 80s brackets, all right? Um, Cheers lost in the last bracket, uh, in the last round, I'm sorry. Um, Cheers lost to the Jeffersons. I know it was controversial. I know it was a little wild and nutty, and I know everyone's mad about it. But that sets up this battle. In this final round, this division championship round for the 80s division. So here we go. so there you go that's the jeffersons we've heard it several times tonight and the jeffersons take on this powerhouse and this really truly was an 80s powerhouse there's no doubt about it mike post pete carpenter It's the old A-Team. A-Team with that great A-theme and the B-theme. It really evokes the adventure and the spirit in a lot of ways of 80s television. Because as as time moved forward, you had your comedies like The Jefferson and everything that still had kind of those sing-songy, you know, themes. Facts of Life was in there and that sort of thing. But these adventure television shows of the 80s really leaned into... Orchestration, whether through synthesizer or through a small television studio orchestra kind of thing. And, and A-Team, I think, really evokes that feeling because it has an 80s feel to it. It's got the big orchestra and adventure feel to it. Jefferson's, meanwhile, really is one of the quintessential comedy theme songs. We Another one that we forgot to have in here, and I know it'd be controversial just because of the way his life has ended, and or he's not dead yet, but you know it, the way that things went for him and what came out. The Cosby Show was a huge powerhouse of the 80s television, and that theme song is a huge 80s uh, theme song powerhouse. But, um, uh, man, the uh, <clears throat> this is a tough one. But I, I, I don't know that, honestly, if you're at, I, again, going to bring it to your vote, but I think 18 defines the 80s as far as a television theme does more than the Jeffersons because the Jeffersons does straddle that 70s, 80s era um, you know, so let's see, what do we got here? We'll, we'll scroll up and see what we got. We got people coming out of the gate with the Jeffersons, eight, one for Jeffersons, one for 18, two for Jeffersons, three for Jeffersons, two A-team, four Jeffersons, five Jeffersons, three, four, five, 18, six, A-team. So Bobby McFerrin. Night Court did not make it. Who, who did Night Court lose to? Night Court was in the first round, and Night Court lost to A Team. Night Court is a great theme. It's just the way that the the way the seedings worked out is you had some themes that should have made it further than they did, but they were just put up against a powerhouse of a theme right out of the gate. Now, Night Court was a longer running television show than the A Team, but I think for people my age. Because Night Court came on a little bit later, it doesn't the, the theme doesn't quite resonate. But it's a kicking theme, man. It was the Seinfeld theme before you had Seinfeld, you know. Um, so it it's looking like A Team has a few more than the Jeffersons right now, or one or two more than the Jeffersons. So we will we'll go A Team on the eighties. We'll say A Team now has won the eighties. Here's why that's really fitting is because uh, j- if for no other reason. Than the fact that Mr. T was in the A team. Um, and Mr. T being in the A team, he is the 80s. You know, it really, it really doesn't. And A team, you know, DF, you say, it right, A team swords, when you hit that orchestration and everything, and I'll tell you what, let me see here. I don't know. this is from the score for the movie a team and i don't know if this actually it took them like to the end but they finally got there with the theme i think and it was a really cool 2010 theme for the a team let me see if this is because there was one that they actually played the old theme as i recall By the way, that 2010 18 movie, not a bad movie. I actually liked it. I wish it would have gotten a sequel. I'd have liked to spend more time with that particular 18. Sounds like all this is is drums, but it's Alan Silvestri. So you have to think he'll get to it eventually. Come on, Alan. Do your thing, son. that is Alan Silvestri conducting the A-Team theme. And I think that was one of the genius things about that film is they had the van, they had the theme, they, it, but they earned it. Like, that That theme didn't actually come in, I think, as I recall, I've got to go back and watch the movie, but as I recall, that theme didn't come in until toward the end and after they'd kind of earned it. But anyhow, um, I just, I think that the A-Team is just more of a... Um, I play this theme when I take toilet paper away from the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I love the Jefferson theme. Understand something here? At this point, and and really a lot of the way throughout this competition, it there's been very few times where it's been a not so good theme versus a great theme, a, an unloved theme versus a more loved theme. This has been a lot of really good television themes pitted against other really good television themes and in in some cases what happens is is you have just two themes that aren't you know that it really comes down to their styles are so different that one just hits a lot in a much better way more satisfying way than the other because of the styles and the way they meet here i really think that the a team is more definitive of the 80s than the jeffersons and i think that that ultimately when you hit the A-team theme, you're hitting on something that is, could end up being more universal. You know what I mean? So, um, but that brings us to the nineties and the two thousands. And, and as I said, um, I, I did not, uh, I know that I have, I have, I will admit to this. I have pushed Smallville in every round to just say, Steve has won. This has been an assault on my childhood. It, it's not meant to be that. Like, it's just meant to be fun. And listen, it's been an assault on my childhood. You guys took Knight Rider from me. Uh, you guys took The Greatest American Hero from me. You guys took uh, uh, Miami Vice from me, even though that's not part of my childhood. But still, a better thing. Magnum P.I., Dukes of Hazzard. I mean, it, like, it's just one of those things. It's uh, it, It's one of those things. All right, the Gummy Bears wasn't on the list, and I'm upset, says Teresa. Teresa, this is not the animated bracket. We haven't done. Animation's going to get its own brackets at some point because I could not put in animated shows with this. So you took friends from me. I did take friends from you. I didn't take friends from you. The chat took friends from you, Realtor. I, I, I can't. I can't. You can't blame me for friends. So there you go. All right um, y'all took psych from me, by the way. All right. Y'all took psych. uh, Let's not forget the whole psych deal. When y'all said that 70 show is better than the psych theme, So that's all I'm saying. All right. Speaking of quantum leap, you know, we're back, we're back here with Mike post. Great. I mean, it, I don't know. He's one of the iconic television composers, um, and and he gave us this quantum leap. So that's Quantum Leap, and we love it. It's a great theme. Quantum Leap is hot trash in the summer garbage pants. No, it's not. It's a good theme. Um, You heard about Psych. Man, that's messed up. The Law & Order ringtone was not my nonsense. That was what uh, someone else said, and I thought it was hilarious, and I thought it was a great thing. Ringtones are the tiebreaker. It's been that way for centuries. Thank you, Tintin. All right. So it is Quantum Leap uh, versus, uh, well... Y'all know what it's versus. Here we go. For the final four for the 90s and 2000s division championship. All right, so there you go. Small Quantum Leap theme. Sounds like it should be on Employee oriented. It really does. It's pretty cool. So we got two for Quantum Leap. Vote for Friends. Friends is out. You can't vote for Friends. Here's the thing. It was and always will be Smallville. Smallville. Um, I can't change what was voted on. I can't change the way that people voted. Smallville because it didn't beat Friends. Um. I personally think Smallville too. I I listen, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I think Friends should be up against the Smallville theme. I think it should have been the Friends theme versus the Smallville theme. Truly, I think it should have been the Friends theme versus the psych theme. But um But yeah, Smallville versus Friends is how I think it should have shaken out because I think, at least for me, and I think really for the identity of Geek Out Loud. Smallville and Friends are two definitive things. And and this was not part of the criteria at all. I understand that. But Smallville and Friends are two definitive topics and television shows that kind of make or are in kind of the DNA of Geek Out Loud. Um, And so, so I would have expected Friends and Smallville. These brackets have surprised me, and it surprised me because of the voting. And really, it comes down to the makeup of who was in the chat when. And, and so, you know, those of you who were in the chat in the first round, you defined what happened in the second round and following those of you who've been here through these rounds have defined how it's gone so far. The problem is, I think a lot of times we really get kind of emotionally attached to these things. And it's like DF music said earlier, it's really not fair to try to, you know, pit things that are subjective against one another but it is fun and as long as we're having fun it's cool and I've been having fun for the most part except for the psych situation and I'm still kind of ticked off about the Sanford and Son situation but that's fine that's fun. I just can't vote for a song that was not created for nor the show's first choice well now I don't know that Save Me was created for Smallville but it was the creator's first choice when they heard it so could this be any more rigged? Um, let's see let me back up here and see where we're at all right, uh, Quantum Leap uh, gets one. One, two for Smallville, three, four for Smallville, five for Smallville, six for Smallville, seven for Smallville, two for Quantum Leap, eight, nine for Smallville. All right, that's a good line, by the way, Teresa. Could this be any more rigged? Listen, I'll admit openly and freely, the Smallville deal was rigged until this point. I was going to, because I did think it'd be end up being Smallville versus Friends, but I knew that I was going to push Smallville through until, uh, until it got until we got to the. Um, I've now lost the chat. Until we got to the, um, you know the, the the where we're at now. So <laughs> I'm going to do the abs. You take the cushions from me. I'm going to do the absolute opposite to you. No, you hide. No, he hid. What did he do? Yeah, he took the cushions. That's right. Anyway. All right. Well, I'm giving it to Smallville. Smallville wins the day. I got lost in Friends quotes because you know why? Friends is a great show. I Look, I know that a lot of us feel like it's not cool to say we like Friends because somewhere along the way it got to be uncool to like Friends. But I do. Smallville is the champion uh, of the 90s and 2000s division. And uh, good thing I'm... <laughs> going commando, um, you're going to show me my clothes. (laughs) That's a great episode. Um, so in the, wow, here's your final four over in the pre Steve bracket, because it's the seventies. I was born in the late seventies. Um, mission impossible, happy days. Over in the Wright and Steve's Wheelhouse Division uh, Conference, A-Team versus Smallville. Wow. Wow. Oh, my lanta. What an incredible... To get to the championship battle. I am... This is one of those things where I wish I had a co-host right now to do A-Team versus Smallville in a moment. Let's go ahead and get Mission Impossible versus Happy Days out of the way. I don't know that we really need to play both of them, but we'll play a little bit of each just to kind of get the flavor. Obviously, we know the Mission Impossible theme. And we've heard this one that y'all think is so great.
3: Monday, Monday happy days. Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days. Thursday, Wednesday, Friday, happy days.
4: The weekend comes, my cycle humps. Ready to race to you.
3: These
0: days are Happy morning. Oh, happy days. I just like to get the part where it goes, oh, happy days. All right, let's see where we're at on the voting now. Mission Impossible, Happy Days. Two Happy Days. One Mission Impossible. Two Mission Impossible. Three. Four Mission Impossible. Three Happy Days. Five Mission Impossible. Four Happy Days. Um, everyone's leaving out the colon and the MITL. That's true. And uh, so we're at four to five for Mission Impossible right now leading. Happy Days ties it up. Five all, I believe. Let me double check and see. Um... Uh, let's see. i backed up too far. Come on down. New comment. Happy days is the only hope to knock off Smallville. Play the long game people. (laughs) Tenton, why are you trying to knock off Smallville? Um, who knew I'd learn the (laughs) lyrics? Happy days today. Well, John Phillips, you never know what you're going to learn when you come to geek out loud. All right. Let me start here. One mission impossible. One, two happy days. Two, three mission impossible. Four mission impossible. 3 Happy Days, 5 Mission Impossible, 4 Happy Days, 5, 6 Happy Days. Wow, 6 Happy Days right now, 6 to 5 over Mission Impossible. Man, there you go. That's crazy. Look, I will say this. When it comes to television, Happy Days is an iconic television show. It is... Mm, would we say it's definitely a top 100 of all time i know rock around the clock was the original theme for happy days that is but the point is happy days theme when we think of, we think of sunday monday happy days no one thinks of rock around the clock and and i believe correct me if i'm wrong mark hamill was rock around the clock just in the pilot or was that for a full season should be DQ'd. <laughs> All right, you're going to have to hey, this is you know what? They've made it this far. You're going to have to fight that battle next year, okay? Happy Days takes it. It looks like Happy Days beats Mission Impossible. Wow. But I will say this, I'm not mad about that. I'm mad that Happy Days beat Hawaii 5.0. Let's just say that. Um but I'm not mad that Happy Days made it here to this point. It Happy Days is worthy to be in the championship matchup. It is. That theme is and, and listen. So here's the deal, Mark. I look at it like this. Happy Days ran for many more seasons after that second season and that became the theme that everyone's familiar with. So that is the Happy Days theme. And and we are going to uh we're going I I I it really is fitting that Happy Days is there because Happy days is is, it is television. Like it's television royalty. You think of all that spun out of that and all that attempted to spin out of happy days. Joni loves Chachi, Mork and Mindy, Laverne and Shirley, just to name a few. And, and, and of those shows, they were fairly successful. Mork and Mindy, I think had the least amount of success, but it was still a very successful show. Launched Robin Williams into the stratosphere as far as a career goes. So, Hey, happy days belongs here. And I think that's, uh, I think that's where that's good. So that brings us then to um this situation here. Mm 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 Oh man. All right, so there's the OA team. Now, listen, I see all you people voting A team just to try to break my heart. I have not opened the floor for voting yet. To quote uh, a great podcast host, I've not opened the floor for voting yet. Um, Let's see. Let's come over here and here we go. Rickman got to it. (laughs) Okay. All right. Here's the thing. As we come to these two, this is a great... I'll be honest with you. This is what I wanted out of a television theme kind of battle. I wanted two themes that I desperately enjoy and, and have loved in my life. Um to be put pitted against one another so that I had to sit and struggle with it. Like really, if there was no chat right now, what I would do is I would begin to say, let's listen to a team again. Now let's listen to Smallville let's listen to a team. Let's listen to Smallville. And I would go back and forth trying to see which one made me feel the best. Now, 10 years of smallville a team didn't run quite as long as smallville at all um but a team i will tell you this i i really think that a team is the right i'm gonna go back let's let's do this real quick while we're thinking of this and uh and I'll, i'll get your votes in a moment but now this is the thing this is geek out loud and it's time for me to get serious and talk through this stuff okay We've had our fun. We've argued and fussed and fought about different things. I got some people to watch Psych, and they enjoy the Psych now. And, I, and that's great. All right? And it's been a good time. But now let's talk serious about some things. On this list of 80s themes, Dallas is great. Greatest American Heroes means a lot to me. Uh, Knight Rider was one of my favorites from back in the day. A-Team, of course, is there. Um, Magnum P.I. is one as well. Um, man I can't believe we didn't have Simon can I do this y'all I wanted to let y'all know some of the stuff that we missed out on because y'all y'all put Fall Guy in my head and I absolutely forgot about Simon and Simon um, we also didn't have the Starskin Hutch theme song in the 70s listen to this come on Major Dad was in this by the way I mean, that is just a fun, fun theme. The Amazing Stories theme song should have been in this thing. You know what I mean? Like that, the, the thing is, is we missed a lot. We also missed. remember Riptide? Y'all know about Riptide? The helicopter with the mouth painted on it and everything? What a great show Riptide was. Here we go. Let's see if we can get this rolling here. I mean, that should have been in there. Listen, Riptide was a great little comedy adventure show. Uh, again, it's one of those I don't remember a whole lot there, but um you know, so there you go. Uh let's see. All right, so I will now open the floor for voting. A team versus Smallville. So here's what I was saying. For me, it comes down to which of these, if it were just me and there was no chat and and this were me like walking through these, doing my own brackets, not taking any votes or advice from the chat. I would be saying, which one do I think, my criteria would be, which one do I feel, you know, and which one brings me the most joy and happiness from the day? Um, And which one slaps the most, you know, which one jams, you know, which one of these jam. And, and, And these brackets would look a lot different. But I will tell you, out of these two, 18 versus Smallville, They both have very special places in my heart. Um, Smallville is, you know, Smallville. And that theme, there was something about every episode when the meteors would come across and the word Smallville would come up. Doom, 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 doom. Somebody save me. I mean, like it just, it was awesome. It's one of the great intros, television intros of all time. But throughout my life, I'm not lying when I say I go back to a team. I go back to a team. I go back to a team and not the, not the television show necessarily, but the theme is such a great theme to me. And so I'm now struggling my heart. Which one do I pick? But I will say this. And I'm going to go ahead and tell y'all, I really feel a team. I feel a team over Smallville. I think that for me, as great as that Smallville theme is, I think A Team makes me feel a little bit happier. It makes me, it gives me a little bit more sense of adventure. Um, so, yeah, it really is. It's a theme versus a pop song, says Mark. And, and I'm absolutely in agreement with that. Um, so, Smallville 1, A Team 2, 3, A Team 2, Smallville 3, Smallville. So we're at three to three, and I'm four, four to three for A team right now. Um, let me back back up and see what everyone said before we started. Before I called for the vote, eighteen. I think I saw A team winning it earlier. So, uh, yeah, we'll go A team. We'll we'll. That's what it looks like. That's what it's going to be is A team. I, I think as I looked earlier. I remember seeing a team win. Now listen, understand something. I'm not saying that flippantly or easily. You know, that is a that's a hard decision. Honestly, Dallas should have made it further. I, I don't know. If I'm being sincere right now, if I go back and listen to the Dallas theme song and I did, I don't know that Dallas deserved to lose to the greatest American hero way back. And so, you know, there's been a lot of a lot of iffiness through this, but I think I honestly think that the best theme has won out in this particular conference, the the 80s and 90s and 2000s conference. So, all right. That brings us to our big championship matchup. How do we do this? How do we play this? I'm tired of listening to the Happy Days theme. I'm not going to lie to you. Um...
3: Gray sky, hello blue. There's nothing can hold me when I hold you. If you feel so right, you can't be wrong. Rocking and rolling all week long. These days are all. free. These days are all. Share them with me. i want gonna cruise her around the town. Show everybody what I found.
0: I mean, that's fine. It's Happy Days. It's iconic. It's great. It's fun. You know, it's beboppy and sing-songy. But it's not this, you know? And when you bring it back to the main theme, the A theme, I I just, I really, really look and I'm not, I'm not messing around. I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm just telling you right now, my vote is A-Team. I I I think A-Team wins this thing. Uh, to me, I've listened to Happy Days now in this episode one, two, three, four times, and I'm tired of it. I could listen to A-Team all night long. I could put A-Team on a loop and have a hard time getting tired of it. I really do think that A-Team is the winner. Um, that is not to say Happy Days is a bad theme. I, I guess I just kind of crapped on it. I didn't mean to but to me happy days is happy days obviously but like you could do so much with the a-team you know what i mean like you could do so much with that theme and uh and i i mean it looks like the chat's kind of with me there's a few of you voting for happy days and i understand your vote and i understand a lot of your reasonings for voting i get that but um hey ladies and gentlemen in the realm of, in the world of greatest television theme song, put an asterisk by it if you want to. But in the first annual television theme song matchup, ladies and gentlemen, A Team is our champion. It's our winner. I, congratulations, A Team. What are you going to do now that you've won this this victory? I pity the fool. Yeah, I mean, literally, that's oh, A Team. What a great theme. And that's probably how we're going to go out on this episode. Is we're going to go out with the A team? I mean, we're not going to go out with them, you know. I don't know them. They haven't asked me out. I can't really, um, I can't really, you know, claim that that they want to go out. I don't know the A team wants to go out with me. If I can listen, if I can find them, (laughs) maybe I can hire them. That's how. That's what he says at the beginning, right? If you can find them, maybe you can hire the A team. Ladies and gentlemen, that brings us down. There could be only one, and the one was, and the one is, the A-team. Now, what happens next? Does Geek Out Loud just become a show of nothing but brackets and crazy news stories? Maybe for the time being, it does. Because I have thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this. There have been moments where I've gotten a little bored, and I've tried not to make you bored. And I'm sorry if you have been bored. But I have thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this. There are dozens upon dozens of cartoons that are begging to be ranked in this same way. So let me encourage you to tweet uh, at Geek Out Loud, to hit me up on Instagram, real Geek Out Loud on Instagram. Get to the Guardians of the Golaverse page, and uh, there's actually a thread there about cartoon themes. Comment on it. Get it going. We'll try to come up with a similar ranking system the next Geek Out Loud is going to be a Geek Out Loud proper without the rankings and stuff. We'll have a few crazy news stories. We'll talk some geek stuff. Um, I've got a few other things up my sleeve, some things I want to do. Dave Jones and I over on Patreon with uh, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Uh, support us over there. Don't forget the Amazon links. Haley Glosson on Instagram to check out the collagen stuff. And, uh, and, and, and just... Look into it, if nothing else, and see if it might be um, uh, uh, right for you. Look, at the end of the day, I've had fun. You have broken my heart. I have broken your heart. We have all broken hearts together. But I'll tell you this. It has been such a good time, and I appreciate everyone um, having a great time with me. And uh, until next time, the email remains at gmail.com geekoutonline at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Email me. Defend your theme song. Defend my, your decision. Criticize mine. Let's have some fun with this. Email me. Let me know what you're thinking of the summer movie season so far. I haven't got a chance to see Shazam! Fury of the Gods. I'm really kind of interested to see the Dungeons & Dragons movie. It looks like it's going to be fun, if nothing else. It looks like it may suffer from the same thing that a lot of movies this today suffer from, is like that... Modern kind of humor, you know, that kind of gets pumped into everything, even though it doesn't necessarily need to be that that snarky kind of humor, which I love, but can be a little bit overloaded if it's in everywhere and everything. Um, but I'm looking forward to checking that out. I, I think Haley wants to see it too, so that'll be a good time. Uh, there's been some um, there's been some interesting developments as far as knowing about some toy swaps and stuff around here. Uh, we'll let you know as, as i'm around the atlanta area what's going on i'd love to meet up with some of you and see some of you if you're around the way so uh all kinds of fun stuff happening hopefully coming down the road if we don't talk to you before then happy easter happy holy week and uh we'll see you around the goldiverse thanks for being with us everybody tell you what i'm with mark hamall i'm gonna need that dissertation on why the muppets theme is a superior theme to the sanford and son theme use all bring all of your music theory understanding to bear and turn that in have it on my desk by the end of the week see you around the goldiverse